Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Well, I am back after my little, uh, 
I, I don't know, even technical difficulties, I guess you can call it next or last week. Um, but thank you so much for hanging out this last hour with Susie talking about being kinder to ourselves and having some great self-talk and just being friends to ourselves, really. So I absolutely love that. But we are going to switch up gears. My name is Kelsey Stark. I am the owner of Stark Media Group, which is a full-service digital marketing company based here in New York. And I am here every Thursday as long as my app works at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in order to bring you news. Uh, so like Susie said, when we're doing self-development and all that fun stuff, that absolutely changes how you show up business. So I am here to give you all the tips and tricks you need in order to show up fully on social media. So we're talking about how to sell online, how to do best practices with each profile. What, is it, what does it mean? What does it do? Where should you be? And if you have not been in one of my segments before, the way I like to run it is I like to give you your update, the latest and greatest, but then I like to hear from you. So if you've never talked on stage before, if you have a question, go ahead and raise your hand. If you don't have a green bean, that doesn't matter to me. Just my friends of the green beans up here are working. They are working for me. They're helping to bring people up and make sure that they're monitoring the chat and all of that fun stuff. So I am more than happy to hear uh, questions or comments or concerns, or even if anybody just wants to talk it out. Sometimes we have definitely on this app. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by bringing all the friends up. Um, so we've definitely had people on this app be like, wait, how can I use that for my business? And we just sit there and we talk it out. And then it uh, inspires somebody else on a new way they could use a certain feature for their business. So I love chatting about these new updates and no question it's going to be all started with zero followers. Uh, Is Cassie going out for everybody? Cassie, I think you're going in and out for me. Is she going in and out for anybody else? Yes. Yeah. You're in the matrix, Kelsey. Nate, are you there to take over? Can you hear me now? I took my Wi-Fi off. Okay. Okay, go for it. Okay, cool. Great. Sorry. Oh, this app is going to be the death of me. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, anyway, like I was saying, uh, there's no such thing as a dumb question, and I want to hear your questions. I want to answer your questions, but I also want to hear uh, what you all think about these new updates I'm about to bring to you. So let's go ahead and share the room out. I see that we have uh, 75 people in here now and there's 105 people that have shared it. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share it in these clubhouse hallways and I'm going to say breaking social media news. Uh, I also like to sing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Not that I'm very good at it. Uh, breaking social media news. Get on in here. On in here. Perfect. And set. All right. So thank you for all of you guys who are sharing this out. Please continue to share it out so all of your friends can come in and see what's going on on social media and make sure that they're getting the biggest bang for their buck out of the content that they are putting out there. So, Miss Monica, are you here with me today, my love? 
Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, first off, love the new profile picture, but get ready because Twitter is doing things over here. Are you excited for these updates? You know I'm always excited to hear about what's going on on Twitter because that is my, t- my social media boyfriend. So bring it on, sister. I absolutely love it. So seeing how Miss Monica is here and Twitter is, in fact, her social media boyfriend, let's start with that. So first off, we all know what's going on with Twitter. Elon Musk, he just addressed and answered a bunch of questions um, from the Twitter staff. But I think it is very, very interesting because, as I said, when it first came out that Elon was interested in Twitter... Uh, one of the things that I definitely saw as an opportunity for Twitter is to tap into the fact that Elon has clearly absolutely crushed um, the user experience as far as, uh, you know, how to get somebody from interest to, you know, finally converting and really being able to capitalize on monetization and what you can do uh, on Twitter. So with that being said, it is no shock at all that Twitter has officially launched a new Shopify integration to boost its e-commerce opportunity. Uh, You know, I definitely saw this coming and I'm excited to see that he is already having kind of an influence in next steps as far as the customer journey and doing all of that fun stuff and being able to sell on this social platform. So uh, if you do remember July of last year, they did, uh, Twitter did have a shop spotlight, also called the shop module, uh, that they added to their professional profile tools. This is not going to be the same thing. This is going to be a little different. So their new, this new sh- uh, partnership with uh, Shopify, I keep wanting to say Spotify, no. The new partnership with Shopify will enable uh, people who have Shopify stores to list their products on Twitter professional profiles. And each item, when tapped, will get redirected to their Shopify product page so they can then check out and make the purchase. So as explained by Twitter, we built a Twitter sales channel app available in Shopify's app store and through the Shopify admin which enables merchants to connect their Twitter account to their Shopify admin and onboard onto our shopping manager. The entry point to our suite of Twitter shopping tools where merchants can access and manage our shopping features. Now, I know that's kind of like um, verbiage heavy or what do I want to say? I don't know. Very wordy, right? So basically what that means is they built an app that you would have to download to connect the two. So there's basically going to need, you need an integration between both your Shopify store and your Twitter. So once you get that feature set up, you can include carousel displays of your products on your profile. You can have dedicated product display page and with Shopify connected to your listings, people, you'll be able to one, update it in real time, but also you'll be able to sell directly from Twitter. So they'll be able to click on it. And even though they will go to your Shopify page, it's, it's kind of a one-stop shop. It's a one-step option. We all know the more steps you add in and that you make people do, the more likely you are to lose them in conversion. So when, and this is 
stated from Twitter, when they're ready to purchase, shoppers can check out on the merchant's website. Starting today, which was yesterday, uh, so starting yesterday, we are also expanding beyond the beta testing phase for Shop Spotlight and Twitter Shops and making both features available to all merchants in the US. So they didn't delineate whether it's Android or iPhone. So I would say uh, you should be good to go, Monica. Um, but they they should be rolling this out if you don't have it today within the next couple days because they did say that it's going to be accessible to all US merchants. Yes, you do have to have a professional profile but the dedicated shop tab is gonna have uh, an opportunity to display up to 50 products in a separate tab off of your Twitter. So this way, if you do pull somebody in with one product, but maybe that's not like fully what they want and or need, they do have the opportunity to shop other products and then be able to go to your Shopify from there. So that was a lot of information I just threw at you. And did I confuse anybody? Does anybody have any questions or what do you want to know? What do you want to say? Nate, I see you on mic to go for it. Kelsey, Nate may not have unmiked. I, um, the app sometimes shows people as unmiked when they're not. It happens to me all the time. I so. just unmiked now, but yeah, I was running to my phone because I heard that, but no, I didn't unmike. Oh, listening. weird. Okay. Well, anyway, Monica, what do you think? Are you excited to shop on Twitter? Are you excited to sell on Twitter? Yes and yes. And so here I'm looking, as you were talking, I was in my Twitter for Android looking at my account, trying to decide if I am, actually have a Twitter for Professionals account. What's interesting is that when I go under my profile where it says, you know, all the little menu items, it does have a button that says Twitter for professionals. So I'm not sure if that means that uh, it says now you can access more tools to better connect. So I'm definitely going to explore that because I would love to be able to um, offer products that, that fit my brand. And I'd love to be able to buy products from people that I really already love and support. So this is really an exciting development. Yeah, and I'm so happy you were here today uh, to kind of weigh in on it because I know how much you love Twitter. Um, but I think that Twitter One has, yes, been around for a very long time. And it is definitely something or an app, I should say, that was underutilized and then was almost gone and then it came back again. But I think with the real-time conversations, obviously with the news of a potential or buyout from Elon, you know, Twitter has gotten a lot more um, uh, kind of clout, I guess you can say. A lot more people are thinking about Twitter. They are talking about Twitter. It's on people's top of brain. So now if you're saying, okay, here is an app that is still frequently used, but maybe not as much as let's say uh, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, um, but you can essentially be really successful on this app. And here now you can not only have conversations and create great communities, but you can now sell as well because you have that community tab. We were talking about that last or two weeks ago, I should say, um, where you can pin a post. So now let's say you have an online community that's already kind of warmed up. They know, like, and trust you. So they're willing to purchase from you. And just like you said, Monica, you want to support people 
that you already have relationships with on this app. So imagine you go into your community, right? Your little Twitter community tab and you pin a, a link to the top or a pin a tweet to the top that says, hey, check out my new online Twitter shop. All of those people that you've already developed these relationships with are going to have access directly to that shop and can very, very easily purchase from you. So I think that it is fantastic, especially for people who already use Twitter, who have um, developed relationships on Twitter. And I am just super excited to see how and where this goes, especially if Elon Musk ends up taking the helm uh, and how he better, uh, you know, enhances this customer journey, we'll say. So does anybody else want to weigh in and or have questions about what it means with Twitter uh, really pushing their e-commerce space with the new Shopify integration? Nobody else goes on Twitter except for Monica. <laughs> I like some Shopify integration. Give me a reason to uh, spend more time on Twitter and uh, sell some stuff. I love it. Here for it. Yeah, absolutely. And the other reason why I love it too is because uh, Twitter's really, really great for um, one, yes, testimonials, but really uh, if you're talking about doing tutorials on things, Twitter's really great for. Uh, also, anybody who has questions on how to troubleshoot shoot maybe a product or service. Uh, customer service is really great for Twitter. So just imagine, uh, you know, someone being like, hey, uh, I have this issue with my sales funnel or, uh, you know, does anybody have any tips on conversion? And then Nate can just go ahead and tweet right back at them. Yeah. Have you ever thought about using funnels before? And they could say, no, what's funnels? And then he says, here, check out my Shopify page um, of how to how to create funnels, you know, whatever it is. And then that's an easy way to one, directly talk to someone who is already searching the product or service that you have. And then two, you're now having this conversation in a public forum. So somebody can go ahead and read along with that conversation, the tweets back and forth and things like that. And then maybe they too will go check out your new Shopify integration page or uh, anything like that. So it's super, super exciting, especially for anybody that sells a product. Uh, I definitely look, I definitely suggest looking into this because like I said, if Elon takes the wheel, which it seems as if he's going to, uh, I really do think that that whole start to finish conversion process is gonna get even more simpler. And in addition to that, you can use things like hashtags uh, and the searchability option, which is fantastic on Twitter, to find people who are literally searching for what it is that you offer. So definitely, definitely recommend to anybody that has a product-based business that is looking to expand uh, expand their sales. And who doesn't want more money, right? I love it. Uh, anybody else have any questions before I move on to the next one? Anybody, anybody questions, comments, concerns? Alrighty, let's keep it moving. So LinkedIn has added a new event engagement option, uh, which kind of simplified their whole repost process, uh, I guess you could say. So first off, on events, uh, the comments on events, building events engagement on LinkedIn 
Uh, they're now rolling out more common engagement options within the LinkedIn events. So to encourage uh, people to talk about the event, to have uh, an on-topic discussion with what this event is about, uh, we did definitely see a thriving events page and uh, a lot of different features on LinkedIn to promote events when the pandemic happened because a lot of people were hosting uh, online events, right? They're not in person anymore. And so LinkedIn saw a way to capitalize on that. They jumped on it and said, have your events online, link them to your LinkedIn, uh, you know, sell tickets via LinkedIn, host them on LinkedIn. There's so many different options in order to, um, in order to, sorry, I get very distracted. Uh, sorry. So uh, anyway, LinkedIn has had a bunch of different ways in order to um, to host your events online, to talk about your events online. As stated by LinkedIn, you can comment or react directly on an event post on the feed or on the event page in the comments tab. Comments will not generate notifications to the event attendees. To invite people to the conversation, you can mention them in your comment. So this is just another great way to once again, drum up conversation about what's going to happen at the event. So for instance, if EYA made a LinkedIn uh, events page, so that's Embrace Your Ambition. For those of you who don't know, put on by the amazing Ashley Faye and Marcus Black. Uh, just happened, what was it, two weekends or two, yeah, two weekends ago in Denver. Um, so if they made an events page, everybody who's attending the event or even people who are thinking about attending the event or people who have previously attended uh, an EYA event could go on their events page, talk about how great their experience is. Uh, Ashley and Marcus could go on and talk about what is to be expected at the upcoming event, uh, what topics are going to be covered. If somebody has a question about the event, they can go in and say, hey, you know, what does Friday's schedule look like? Or what time is everyone arriving? What is local to the area? Do, is there, you know, hotels that people are staying at? It's a really great way to not only get, disseminate a bunch of information about the event and kind of hype it up a little bit, but also to get people accustomed to each other, to introduce people to uh, other attendees and or speakers before the event is happening. Uh, re recently, LinkedIn has also expanded their boost ad option to incorporate LinkedIn events. So especially if you are on the professional level, if you are in a B2B, which is business to business, um, community and you're trying to push an event, this is a really great place to start because you will be able to tap into other like-minded and other business leaders, depending on, you know, where you are and who it is that you're trying to tap into. So my question for all of you is, have you attended a LinkedIn online event are you, would you be more inclined as a business or maybe even just someone who's looking to develop professionally to attend event if you saw it being advertised on LinkedIn? What are your thoughts on LinkedIn? Let me know. Hey, Super Mario here. I'll try, man. Um, so, so what it is, is it like, is it like a, like a little community thing for the event? Like you're saying, find out like who else is going there, and that's like a place for people to connect with other event goers. 
Is that my understanding of it correctly? Yeah, so that's basically what they started doing in the pandemic is they've added an event page. So similar to like a Facebook event or something like that, but it's on LinkedIn. And it also gives you an opportunity to uh, promote that ad as far as paid advertising. And now there's more options for commenting and engaging on the event prior and during the event is actually going on. Ooh, I like that. Cause like, especially with like, uh, when I went to embrace your ambition, I got there a little early. So having like a page like that is, I, I see useful for other people in other events. Uh, cause it's like that way you can kind of connect to like, Hey, I got here early. Does anyone kind of want to go do something while we get ready to pump ourselves up for the event and kind of get an early head start on networking. Hi, um, Kelsey, this is Kimberly. And um, I have been using it regularly. I'm a, a fairly regular um, speaker and panelist on different events in LinkedIn. Prior to Clubhouse, that was definitely my uh, destination of choice and still is a strong place for me. And while you can do the things that we're describing on, on also a Facebook group page and event, etc., um, I like LinkedIn um, probably because it is organized around business and professionals very specifically and has bios and other information all there for me to navigate and learn more as well as connect before, during, and after an event. So um, uh, Monica called Twitter her social media boyfriend. I guess LinkedIn is mine. <laughs> And so I'm enjoying the fact that they've expanded our ability to not just read about one another and agree on a post, but interact. And I'm sure you know they're beta testing social audio and other things. And I'm all for all of the above. Yeah, absolutely, Kimberly. And I love that you brought that up because, like I've said, you know, almost weekly at this point, each even though they have very, very similar uh, features, they kind of play off of each other, each uh, social media platform kind of has their own uh, personality, their own kind of best case scenario, best use option for what it is that you're trying to do. And LinkedIn is 1000% the one for business professionals. So I think especially if you have an event that is based on uh, growth in your industry or just business growth in general, if you are a coach, if you are a speaker, anything like that, it is an amazing way, as you said, Kimberly, to tap in to other people. And for those of us who have worked our way through corporate and non-corporate worlds, you know, even when you're meeting with a new client, let's even per se, you're going to want to go in with a little bit of knowledge base. So if I can tap in and I can see you know, who's already having a discussion about the event within the event or even during the event. You know, let's say I saw Kimberly said, I'm really excited to be a, a panel at 3 p.m. on Thursday. I could go in, I could look at Kimberly, see her expertise, then make sure that I'm coming prepared with talking points and questions in order to ask her whether it's permitted during a Q&A session during, uh, you know, her panel discussion, or if I could pull her away at, you know, uh, uh, the end of her talk or her panel discussion, or maybe even at just one of the other 
events or seeing her in the hallway, I can come prepared with something that's going to make Kimberly remember me. I'm going to say, hey, you know, I saw you went to XYZ. I have this, this, and this connection with it. Or, um, you know, that we both maybe worked for a company or whatever it is, you're able to kind of do that due diligence in order to really make yourself stand out and be remarkable and rememberable to these panelists. And then also seeing who it is that you want to connect with. I think that this is going to allow people to get on, um, to go and to events and attend events in a much more cognizant way, a much more purposeful way, as opposed to just showing up, absorbing information and leaving, you can then make genuine connections that are going to help push you through and go to that next level. So uh, I think that this is super, super exciting. Uh, Kimberly, would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. Sorry, I wasn't right at my mic. But, uh, yeah, I think this is only going to get more interesting and more accessible across the board. And as you said, each has its own um, personality, its own ethos. And I like being able to go back and forth, but I, I think certainly you can find your best tribe for what you're there for to do. And I like that they are both learning from one another and sometimes copying one another, but also daring to express their own personality. I hope they'll all continue to not only learn from their own algorithms about our behaviors, but actually listen to us as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Kim, before you jump off uh, or run away from your microphone again, uh, there is one other update that I want to talk about, and they are doing a repost option. Uh, it's in beta right now. It is not rolled out just yet, but pretty soon uh, you will be able to share um share a post without commenting. So right now you can share a post, but you have to kind of add in a comment to it. Uh, they are working on a repost only option. So you don't have to actually write your thoughts about it as well, uh, which I think would be really, really fantastic for companies who are looking to hire. It'll definitely assist in that job search where if you're at the company and you see that you're hiring, um, you can just repost the job as opposed to sharing it and saying, hey, does anybody wanna work for my company, blah, 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 um, which might actually end up being better as far as the news feed is concerned because instead of somebody scrolling through and seeing that somebody shared a post and then having to read their comment and then who knows if they'll go through and read the post it'll kind of just show up as an inherent post on the feed so what are your thoughts kimberly on that do you think that is that it possible i'm in beta and i don't know it oh <laughs> because i because i'm doing that and i saw the words repost um uh, but i've done several and I didn't add to it. Now, a lot of the different experts would usually uh, coach me and others to add something so that you make the post your own, simply don't pass it on. But sometimes I feel not only maybe I'm in a hurry, but I wanna share it, or I don't have anything that isn't redundant to add. And even though it may go against the coaching, every now and then I'm cool to just share with my community to do that. So uh, I didn't have to add anything to some of the things 
unless you're talking about a different kind of post that I don't know. But, but the bottom line is, I think those things are positive, even though I would also encourage that sometimes adding your commentary is part of what makes someone else's content also yours. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Kimberly, it's very possible that you are part of the beta pool. Um, and especially if you are someone who is highly active on LinkedIn, that is definitely a feature that they would roll out to you before somebody else who's maybe not as active on LinkedIn. Um, so it's very, very possible. And it sounds like you are part of that beta pool, which is very exciting. And I totally agree. I think there's definitely a time and place to add your two cents and your opinion. Um, it, especially if you were trying to maybe coerce somebody uh, to join your team or something like that, let people know it's available. But also, let's say I'm in a corporation or a company or whatever it may be, and that particular job opportunity is not in, is not on my team, is not in my realm, is not my necessarily zone of genius. Um, but I do want to help promote because maybe I work closely with that team, or I know a few people who are in that realm that may benefit from that job opportunity, I can just share it and not have to comment because maybe I don't necessarily have anything to say about that because it has nothing to do with me, but I just want my friends to know. So I definitely think that this is a really fantastic update and I am excited to see how people use it, especially in the hiring process. I know they're saying that the job market is cooling right now, but I think it is still readily available. Uh, and especially for those people who are looking to kind of swap companies and things like that. So does anybody else have any comments or any questions about uh, LinkedIn, their new engagement tools for event posts and or the repost option within, uh, within LinkedIn? This is Monica. I'm super glad you were talking about repost because I've been working on, <laughs> well, number one, I created a page for my business because that was one of the tips that I got from a workshop I went to was if you are self-employed, that if you say that you're self-employed, all your self-employed experience shows a little logo of just like the gray generic circle with the building. Like, so this person told me to create a business a page for my own business, which I did. So I have a little logo now in there. It's just an image, but that was one of my tips, but I was working on figuring out how to repost my own personal articles and posts as my business profile. So I'm now I'm getting all curious about what I can do in, in regard to that. And if I might maybe be part of the beta, I, I, I don't know if I use LinkedIn enough. I've been trying to, but thank you so much. This, this hour where we talk about these things is so helpful because I know like so many other people, we are so occupied doing our own things that we don't have the time to do all this investigation and, and, and learning about what's new. So this showcase of new features is so valuable for me and I'm sure for so many others. So thank you. Absolutely, Monica. And especially for that, what you're talking about right now, the repost option is going to be fantastic for sure. Um, but as you are exploring a little bit more with LinkedIn, and obviously, you know, you can reach out to me whenever you'd like. Um, but a good tool that I have found very useful before all of these uh, repost options got rolled out is I like to post on my company profile page. And then it gives, after I do that, it gives me the option to share it to my personal page. So that might be something if you're not part of the beta uh, and you don't have that repost option just yet, um, 
that is something that you could look into is going from one to the other and back and forth. Uh, and that's kind of just an easy way to not have to rework everything, uh, but still be able to share your content. So hope that was helpful. Um, does anybody else have any questions, comments, concerns about LinkedIn before I move on? Yes, Kelsey, this is Mariana. I don't know if I missed what you meant by repost. Um, and maybe I got distracted uh, with something, but um, it's a meme when you post something in your personal page, you can repost on your business if you have a business page, which I don't have one on LinkedIn. Uh, so that just gives me an idea. But is that what you meant? Um, yeah, I mean, that's one way to use it. The repost option is similar to kind of like repost option on Twitter. Uh, so as of right now, LinkedIn does have an option to share somebody else's post. So you can share somebody's post, but it does prompt you to kind of add your own verbiage to it. So you wouldn't just share the post with nothing additional. The repost option does not prompt you to add your own commentary or two cents to it. It just allows you to literally take that person's content and repost it on yours. So as we were talking, um, you know, just the example for job opportunities, you know, if I see a job post within, um, you know, a company, I can take that and repost it to my page without having to add you know, I am maybe may or may not be, um, you know, knowledgeable on what exactly that job opportunity has to offer, but I know a few people who are in that realm. So I'll just give an example. So let's say I see a job opportunity for a professional car detailer, and I know that I have a couple friends that are really into cars and love detailing cars. I can take that job post and repost it to my page so this way my LinkedIn followers now see that there's this great opportunity to work for this car detailing place. That's kind of what we're talking about. Now I would have no understanding about cars or detailing cars or even you know the pay rate or anything like that about the job opportunity but I could take that information and repost it so my audience can see it and therefore I become kind of a hub of information. Uh, does that make sense Mariana? Yes, that makes sense. And it's also um, very thoughtful of LinkedIn because it actually kind of helps the community, right? So just kind of more helpful for everyone that you know. So that's great. Thank you, Kelsey. That's very helpful. You're very welcome. And yeah, I totally agree. I mean, uh, you know, what, what do we say? The high tides raise all ships kind of deal. Um, that's that's essentially what you can do on LinkedIn. So, you know, if you have a friend's company or, uh, you know, their team is looking to hire, you can definitely help get the word out without having to add any additional information that you may or may not know. Uh, so I do agree. I think that it's going to be super, super helpful for people, uh, especially those who are looking to hire or even just get the word about word out about uh, their company, a new product, a new feature. I mean, the repost option is just a really great way to help build that community out and share uh, and help each other uh, get to where we want to go. So awesome. Anybody else have any questions before I talk about Meta? 
Nope. All right. So everybody's favorite company, Meta, a.k.a. used to be Facebook, but is now called Meta. Uh, they have launched a new monetization in, uh, initiatives, not incentives, initiatives they're calling them, uh, for creators specifically. So I do want to make sure that everyone knows that this is for the creators. Um, and that includes more Reels payments and NFTs, non-fungible tokens, the hot topic of 2022 and maybe the end of 2021. Um, so they're adding some new creator monetization options that are definitely geared towards uh, keeping that metaverse, that Web3 um, alignment in mind. And this is no surprise because we have heard about the metaverse. That's why they rebranded to meta because they wanted to push the metaverse. But we really know that it's probably somewhere around 10 years out of being fully immersed. Um, but what we're going to start seeing from Meta as a company, so within its uh, apps, which are Facebook, Instagram, um, Messenger, Instagram Direct, and WhatsApp, you're going to start to see different types of features roll out that start to make us comfortable with this whole Metaverse Web3 movement. So this way, when it is time to fully integrate uh, you know, a few years down the line, we, it's not a total sticker shock and we're not like, oh my gosh, what do you want me to do now? Um, they're going to kind of slow roll us into that. So Meta is testing a new creator marketplace on Instagram where creators will be able to get discovered by brands for potential partnership opportunities. Now, this is fantastic for those of you who are trying to make some bucks off of Instagram. Uh, so the new creator marketplace will allow creators to list their interests and the types of content that they want to create. So this way, if I'm a brand, I can go on to this creator marketplace and I can say, okay, I'm looking for someone who is really into health and wellness. Uh, they are fit and they are their type of community aligns with that type of lifestyle. And then I find Nate Forrest or I find Alexander Gonzalez and I find out about the ketones that they are selling. And I say, okay, that's my similar market. So I'm going to link up with them and I'm going to have them promote my brand uh, through their Instagram. So that is going to be super, super helpful for both sides of the coin uh, brands looking to link up with creators and also creators who are lo looking to link up with brands. As of right now, there's a lot of third-party uh, companies that you can join, that you can pay into, uh, and that will help you kind of facilitate those two options. But where else is the best place to go than besides for the place that you are actually looking to create um, and link up with brands that way? So they didn't say whether or not you were going to have to pay into this or not. It doesn't seem like you're going to have to because in the end, it really does benefit Meta as a company uh, to have these collaborations and these partnerships. Uh, they also have their Brands Collabs Manager, which basically does the same thing. It, uh, it facilitates, um, but definitely more, more broadly, I would say. So it's across all of its platforms. This new uh, creator marketplace is really Instagram specific. Um, 
but there's they're coming out with multiple different ways in order to get brands and creators to come together to collaborate uh, and they're really, really pushing this, I think, is because they want people to see their platforms as a way to make money, as a, a literal stream of income. Now, Whitney, I don't know if you're here. Are you here? How did I know you were going to call <laughs> on me? <laughs> Good morning. We have talked so much before about using Instagram as your stream of income. So I know how you feel on it. And it's definitely if you know what you're selling isn't your mainstream of income, what are you doing? Um, so what do you think about this new push towards helping people collaborate? And do you think that it, Instagram will ever actually get to the point where people make it their full time job? I mean, I think we're there, honestly, for some people. I, I do know creators that they they their full-time income is TikTok. Their full-time income is is Instagram. It's creating. And, you know, it, it, I'm not, when I say that, like, I, I, when I'm speaking about if people own their own businesses, brands, companies, things like that, but they're now, you know, hey, maybe I need to be on Instagram and I need to start creating. And it's just, like, not in alignment. Like, let's just use me. You know, I'm a coach, I'm a strategist, I have an agency, I'm an investor with my husband, my husband and I own our own other company. Um, like there's just a lot of things going on. I will create, but I'm not relying on Instagram as my sole income. But here's something else to think about. <laughs> Most millionaires have multiple, multiple, multiple streams of income. And this is a great opportunity for anybody. Like I know that there's probably so many people on this stage in the listening lounge that are sitting there thinking, oh, well, when I think of the word creator, I think of some young, good looking, you know, social media creator that is aligned with a brand and they just want cute faces and, and bodies that can dance and do fun things. No, you could be 86 years old you know, doing whatever at home with the poorest quality, quality videos. And honestly, that might align with a brand. Okay. That might align with a brand, maybe not the poor quality videos, but maybe just not the high produ produced videos is what I'm talking about. Every single person can be a creator. Brands are looking for everybody these days when it used to be, you know, celebrities that they were after and paying these high profile people, we are no longer in that day and age. Celebrities are now competing with the everyday person. And that's intimidating to them because you can show up online and start sharing value and a brand could find you and start paying you. It might start off as 50 bucks here, 150 there, but then you might land a deal for three grand, six grand, 20 grand, 50 grand. It doesn't matter. So I think this is an amazing opportunity, whether you go full-fledged Instagram's my sole income generator, or you go full-fledged, or not full-fledged, but you know, you go half-ass in as far as I'm just making some side income with this. 
I think in my personal opinion, if you're relying on any one of these mega platforms to be your sole income generator and something happens to it tomorrow, it crashes, it goes down, you know, the government pulls it out and says no more, then you're, you're in a sticky situation. So I never say rely on these major platforms as your sole income, but I think there's major opportunity there. And I think that anybody on this stage, in this room and out there has an opportunity at their fingertips and we all need to grab it whatever that might look at like for each of us so that's all i'll say yeah Whitney, i love that um especially too because as we start to see more and more people create these reels you know there's definitely uh, some more competition, but we're starting to see people niche down and really start to hone in and focus on a very specific type of content, uh, which I think is going to be fantastic for these different types of collaboration opportunities that they're that they're building out, you know, like the creator marketplace or like the brand's collab manager that they have. Because if you're really niching down to make sure that you're tapping in to a certain clientele. So they they have the most watch time, maybe they're sharing your content, they're re-watching your content, they're saving your content. So if you really have a bunch of people uh, or you know a fan base, we can call it, that are interacting and highly engaged in the type of content that you're producing, you're gonna produce more content like that, which is then going to uh, give you more opportunity. It doesn't matter if you have a thousand followers or 10,000 followers, you know, you're too, because oh. no, I just want to back up what you're saying because what you're saying is absolutely right. I literally have a client right now. She has 500. Well, she probably has more, but she right now, but she has like 536 followers last time I saw on, on TikTok, and she's landing these brand deals. She's getting paid gigs to promote to her following with five with less than 600 followers on TikTok. So you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter the following. Sorry, just had to back you up. No, I love that, Whitney. And thank you for tapping into that because I know so many people are like, well, I only have X amount. I don't have this. I don't have that. But that's really not what these brands are looking for right now. We saw, you know, first we saw influencers, right? And influencers, they were all these mega stars. And then it started to tap into something called micro influencers and they started to see and i say they as far as um anybody who was doing um uh like data on it insights on it they started to see that actually micro influencers created more of a buzz and had higher conversion rates than these mega stars and they're cheaper right so if you get kylie to do one post for you you know kylie jenner you have to pay her five thousand dollars uh or you know probably even more but if you get the person with 500 followers you may be able to get them to do it for a barter or maybe a couple hundred bucks or maybe a thousand dollars you're still saving and you're getting a higher conversion rate because even though they don't have the thousands excuse me the thousands and thousands of followers the people that are following them are engaged they're interested they're already heightened and they know like and trust you you are somebody of influence which is what an influencer is you are someone of influence in their lives and if they know like and trust you and they you're sitting here and saying that this brand is great and this is a, a wonderful product or service 
they're more likely to convert than maybe someone who they know is getting paid to do this. Whitney, I know you want to weigh in. I want to give a tip because this is very, very common. And I see this happen all the time. And I have been guilty as somebody that has accepted these types of brand deals. Okay. A lot of people, when they're just now getting started, you know, they will get brands that drop in their inbox and like, Hey, we'll give you free product if you do this. All right. They're wanting you to create user generated content by giving you free product. It doesn't matter if this is your first brand deal or not. You need to respond and say, as much as I appreciate it, I'm only accepting paid gigs right now or paid opportunities. Now you can make it sound a little bit better than that. But the reason I'm telling you this is because this literally just happened to me. Um, I'm not going to say the brand name because there's no deal in place just yet, but a brand, a brand reached out to me. It's a service-based product. And they said, Hey, we would love to give you free access to our product. If you would be willing to, after a certain amount of time of testing our product or our platform, if you would then go out there and promote it. I literally responded because this is a platform or a product I could see myself using. It could be jewelry. It could be a face cream. It could be a platform, a product, whatever, whatever it is. I could see myself using this. And I responded. And as much as I would love free access, I was like, unfortunately, I'm not accepting anything but paid opportunities right now. My time is too valuable. I am only expecting. I am only taking paid sponsorships or paid brand deals right now. And they said, they responded and they said, okay, absolutely. We do have a budget in place. Brands will start low, as low as they possibly can and work themselves up. So I'm just letting everybody know in this room, don't just take the free product. If you want it, fine, go ahead, take it. But I'm recommending for you to push back and ask for a monetary value to be paid for the amount of time that it is going to take you to create said content for that brand because they're going to use it and they're going to use it to the best of their ability. So you better well ask to be paid for something. I just wanted to voice my opinion on that because ah, I love this conversation. No, and I absolutely love that, Whitney. And I think that that's something that people forget when they think about brand opportunities you know if it's your first one maybe you're just like so excited that you got that opportunity and it's fine to do the barter it's fine to do the product if you want it but absolutely know your worth know that it's possible to ask for uh, a paid opportunity and even if they come back and they say sorry we don't have a budget at this time or we don't have a paid opportunity at this time you can go one of two ways you can say okay please consider me for the future when you do when you are able to budget that out uh, you could maybe even give them your sheet and say you know this is what I charge for specific content and who knows maybe if they keep an keep tabs on you and keep an eye on you, they'll see that it's well worth, you know, paying you those, uh, those fees and those prices. But then you can also say, okay, you know what, how about I take the free product? I will do the content right now, but you are going to sign a contract that, you know, down the line, we're going to do X, Y, Z for paid or whatever it may be. You can also use it to showcase your value. You know, there's, no, nothing saying that you can't go back, but I absolutely love that Whitney, where you can just say, no, sorry, I'm just cashing in at this point. Uh, unless of course you really want the product, but really, really great advice. I absolutely love it. Uh, does anybody else want to weigh in or have any questions about that before I keep it moving? 
All right. Um, so in addition to that, while we're talking about getting paid, um, Meta has also expanded their Facebook stars, which is basically a donation process for creators. Um, anybody who's watched a live, I know Glenn Lundy has stars. I've seen people, you know, throw him a bunch of stars and things like that. Um, they have now expanded it to all eligible creators so that more people can start earning uh, from their reels, because yes, you can put your reels on Facebook. And I'm not just talking about sharing them from Instagram to Facebook. I'm talking about actually putting them on Facebook. You would be very shocked at how much organic reach you get by inherently uploading your reels to Facebook, uh, because not a lot of people know that you can do that. Not a lot of people utilize it. Not a lot of people use Facebook, let's be honest. Um, but they're definitely trying to pull people back to the platform. So you can upload your reels and you're going to probably, you know, from what I've heard and from what I know, um, you'll probably see more uh, organic reach and viewership if you upload them inherently on to Facebook as opposed to Instagram and just sharing them to Facebook. And you might even get more views than you do on your Instagram. I don't know. It depends on your niche and your market and where they live and what they like to do. But we are seeing a lot of high organic reach on Facebook with uh, reels that are uploaded inherently on the app. So they really want to help people uh, get money from their reels, from their lives, uh, or their videos that they're uploading. So Facebook stars, if anybody doesn't know, it's essentially... Facebook's virtual currency, we can call it. Uh, people purchase stars. So I think like five stars or maybe like 20 bucks or something like that, or maybe $10. I don't really know if it's like $2. Sorry, I forget. Um, but basically you buy them in packs uh, and then you're able to hand them out however you so please. So you can give somebody one star, five star, 10 stars, 30 stars, whatever, however many stars you want. But they are giving this option to all eligible creators before it was only kind of a select few that they were rolling it out to. But once again, I really think that they're trying to push people towards Facebook uh, and get people on there a little bit more. Um, up until now, in order to receive stars, you had to have uh, either a gaming video creator page, more than 100 followers, um, you have to like stream game content for two days or something like that for at least four hours. There was a bunch of different, um, different options for stars. And it's very interesting because I definitely think that they're trying to pull people with these expanded monetization options uh, towards Facebook and not just Instagram for uh, in order to get paid. Uh, and then in addition to that, I've talked before that they, uh, that Instagram was going to have a NFT display option. There was the uh, collections tab that you were going to be able to showcase your NFTs. Well, Meta is also making more moves on that realm. So um, back in, I think it was May. I think it was May that they came out with the whole collectibles, collections, things. But they're also planning to bring the NFTs to Facebook as well. Uh, they're going to start with a small group of creators in the U.S. specifically. But uh, there's NFT NYC that's being held this week here in New York. Hey. Um, and they're going to kind of gauge from there what they can do, but also what the interest is in digital profile images 
that could essentially become ways to transfer your NFTs, to showcase your NFTs, uh, and all these next kind of digital assets. So with that being said, anybody here have NFTs, own F NFTs, and what would what do you see the pros and the cons of displaying them on your social media pages? Who wants to weigh in? NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Okay, so see, is Mariana, I don't want to chime in on NFT, but I want to go back into the reels on Facebook. Is, is that okay? Absolutely. Go for it, Mariana. Yeah. So I started to upload in my, um, my, so a few reels on Facebook just for fun. And because I didn't know, you know, I'm kind of step away from Facebook for a bit. And they actually started performing like really well. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, so then I got a message from Face from Meta saying, hey, your reels are doing pretty well. Do you want to switch your account to, um, I think, a creator? I think it was something like that. I started uploading them in my personal page, not my business page, because I, I have a business page on Facebook. And so I say, I decided, okay, let me, uh, let me try, you know, cause you can always switch back and, and they're performing very well. Now the next step, I don't know what the next step is, but so far I am very impressed with the reels on, on Facebook. So I just wanted to say that I just wanted to confirm what you were saying. So, uh, very surprisingly, um, I, and I can't say Meta, I just keep thinking Facebook. Um, I know, yeah, it does take some getting used to, right? Yeah, it's so hard. I'm like, what? So um, I just wanted to chime in on that because you are 100% right uh, on that. There you awesome. Go. Well, thank you, Mariana, for, for backing me up there. I always love a good backup. Um, but it's true because not a lot of people think about reels and facebook they really really listen to me uh they only associate reels with instagram uh but because there is that feature on facebook and as we know whenever any of these platforms rolls out a new feature they want you to use it so what they'll do is they'll push that content out so now you're just going to capitalize on that organic reach uh for reels on Facebook. So, uh, again, you can get paid off of it as well. So if you're finding that you're uploading reels on to Instagram and you're not getting uh, a large amount of engagement, you're not getting a lot, a large amount of organic reach, try to take that same reel and upload it onto Facebook and see if maybe you get a better response. If you get a, a bigger organic push, uh, because it's very, very possible that that will happen. And then you might be able to tap into the monetization of that or oh, yep. even better. It's orgasmic. <laughs> so Tom, of course it's Tom. Hey, Tom, Kelsey. have you started uploading your reels onto uh, Facebook? I only have 70 million views so far. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah. One, one video, one video has 51 million and it's got, it went over 50,000 followers in the first month. And so now when people go to my Facebook profile, I can get, I don't know what that means on Facebook specifically. I mean, we are making 1500 bucks a month doing it. That's our cap. I don't know why they capped me at 1500 bucks, but we are making 1500 bucks a month with our reels and it's literally, I hate to say it, it's still my stepchild 
where I'll just throw videos there. I mean, sometimes I don't even put a title on it. I'll just repurpose videos because I only have so much capacity and right now I'm not, not scaling yet. So I just throw my videos there and just pray. And sometimes they go do well. Sometimes they don't. It seems like it is slowing down a tad bit or I'm just not as focused as I could be like I am at other platforms. So hell to the, yeah. Like when, when my, like, cause my uh, TikTok was what I call it. Sur it felt suppressed. It felt like it was just in the pooper and it, it helps psychologically when you spread your content around and it's like, oh my gosh, Instagram sucks. And then kaboom, Facebook was kind of like the savior for a few months there where it's like it gave it it's nice to see different sprouts popping up when you diversify your content. So heck yeah. So right on. Good, good, good information, Kelsey. Thank you. Awesome. I love to hear that because Tom, I remember when we were first talking about it and you were like, should I, I don't know, could I? And I was like, absolutely do it. Um, so I'm so happy to hear that it is working out for you and definitely being backed up by both Mariana and Tom on saying, get your content on Facebook, because if you're finding that it's difficult and you're not tapping into the monetization on Instagram, I understand because there was really kind of, it's like the gold rush. Everybody ran to Instagram reels to try to, to start tapping into the reels bonuses and to make a buck off of it. But you absolutely can do the same on Facebook. And I know a lot of us have had Facebook probably for longer than we've had Instagram. So you may even have a bigger following on Facebook, who knows, but they're definitely pushing reels on Facebook. So if you didn't know that you could do it, and if you didn't know you could create it, go ahead, create it on uh, Facebook, upload them on Facebook and see if you can start making some money off of it. And the one last thing that I will say is, you can now create reels via the business manager and i love it uh so if you go on creator studio you can actually take some of your stories and create them into reels i know a lot of people have difficulty maybe with the editing features of reels uh they're not comfortable with it yet but if you have a series of stories or maybe you want to do some throwbacks or anything like that you can actually now make your stories into reels uh, and you can do it in Creator Studio. So it makes life a heck of a lot easier. It takes a, uh, a feature that you're probably already comfortable with because stories have been around for quite some time now and allows you to, um, to create reels out of it. So very, very exciting. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I actually was just thinking that my uh, story views had been down. My story views were down, but my reels were still through the roof. Uh, so I thought that that was fascinating. Um, so now if you know, you're comfortable with stories, you can make them into reels and see what happens there. But with that being said, my time here is up. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me this last hour. My name is Kelsey Stark. I'm the owner of Stark Media Group. I am here every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you breaking social media news. If you have any questions at all, feel free to go ahead and tap on my face. Follow me over on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Let me know if you have any questions, comments, concerns. There's something you want me to explain, something you want me to talk about, uh, whatever it may be. I love to be a source of information for all of you. So make sure you're doing that. And with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to the amazing, the wonderful, the fantastic, the man with the most beautiful view right now, Mr. Nate Forrest. What's up, Kelsey Stark? And for all you podcast listeners or anybody listening that can't tap on her beautiful face, you can find her on Instagram at Stark Media Group NY, Stark Media Group NY. 
or you can find her at starkmediany.com. Stark Media NY for New York.com. Kelsey, as always, thank you. Uh, another uh, epic discussion on uh, breaking social news and things that you guys can be doing on, on uh, social media, making those reels, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, short form videos. What I'm going to talk about today, we're going to kind of keep this conversation going, but just kind of uh, what, what can you be doing on social media? Why are you spending time on social media? Why are you creating this content? Uh, I heard you and uh, who was you and Whitney earlier talking about the fact that, you know, people can make a little bit of money on reels, but they shouldn't depend on it as they're, you know, obviously they're their full source of income. Although we do know some people making full time incomes just by meta paying them for their reels. And I saw a, a text thread or a comment thread on a post yesterday where people were complaining because they're not making enough on their reels. And, you know, they get to one hundred dollars and then Instagram stops paying them or Meta stops paying them as much on their on their other reels. And so what I want to talk about today is, you know what, the money that you can make on reels is just a bonus. Now, if you get it up to like Tom, fifteen hundred a month or like some other people we know making three. I know Tara earns, you know, several thousand per month on her reels. If you can get there, that's a bonus. But remember, we're creating content for uh, for very specific reasons, and that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So before we kind of go into this next hour, and we're going to get a lot of shares today, I want to hear what's working for you guys. This is the Social Media Show. We're here each weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time so we can bring tips, uh, some clarity, some understanding. Uh, you know, Hopefully, we can bring some value, give you ideas of things you can implement right now to get results in your business. Right now, to get, to start growing your social media, whether you're at zero or you've been you know you've been getting some results and you just want to scale, that's why we're here to share with you some ideas, some tips, and strategies. And so, uh, do us a favor: don't be don't be selfish with this information. Share the room. I shared it earlier. I'm going to share it one more time. I'm going to share it on Clubhouse. And since I'm talking, I'm just going to say something real quick. I'm just going to say, pull up, boom, share it on Clubhouse, and then I'm going to go share it on Twitter one more time, even though. I'm not sure how the Twitter algorithm works if it shows up in like a hallway. Kelsey, anybody know? Like, is, does it just show up on your wall on Twitter or do people, will people see the same tweet even though I just tweeted an hour ago? Anyway, I just shared on Twitter again. So uh, we appreciate you guys for sharing. Uh, that. Well, just so you just so you know, Nate, the, uh-huh. the life of a tweet is about three points. The life of a tweet is about as long as we heard your audio right there, about 3.5 seconds. So, All right, we're losing Kelsey. I don't know if the life life of the tweet is what three point five minutes or three point five seconds. <laughs> Probably three to five days, maybe. Yeah, well, it'll stay on there forever. But I think she was talking about the fact of how uh, how many people will actually see it. So uh, Kelsey, if you can jump back in here. But anyway, yeah, yeah we can hear you. What, what, what was okay, the life no, of the tweet? No, it's seconds. It's seconds. Three point five seconds. Okay, meaning like people are just kind of scrolling through and they see it and, and then they move on. They never see it again unless they unless they specifically go to your wall, right? Correct. So if they go to your specific profile, they can scroll through the feed that um, you know that you've posted or the conversations that you've had. But if they are just scrolling through their regular like news feed type deal, um, they it takes about three point five seconds, and if they don't see it within that, um, then it's gone. Boom, there you have it. Now I feel better about uh, uh, sharing the, the room again. Sometimes I don't t- tweet it because I just tweeted it an hour ago or something like that. And so now I'm going to start tweeting these rooms more often. So we encourage you guys to not only share these rooms in the clubhouse streets, but take it takes about an extra 1.5 seconds. If you're fast, 1.2 seconds. 
to share it on the social media streets. You can quickly share it on Twitter, or you can copy the link and go share it on an Instagram story. Take a screenshot of uh, your favorite scenery. Like I'm out here live, uh, out here overlooking Zion National Park in Utah. I'm on the, uh, I don't know what you call it, the across the valley, across the valley from the south side of uh, Zion National Park. So um, once this show's over, I'll post a picture and I'll, uh, I'll post a link or something to the Breakfast of Champions room or to the replay or something like that. I should have done that five minutes ago, but that's a good idea for social media uh, on Instagram is take a screenshot. Take a screenshot of something pretty. Take a screenshot of your family. Take a screenshot of your, your beautiful car after you wash it. I don't know. Just take a screenshot of scenery and then post a link to something that you're promoting, whether it's a Breakfast with Champions room, the social media show, uh, edifying somebody's uh, free offer they give or whatever it is. You see somebody sharing value on social media. One of the fastest ways, and Alexander talked about this yesterday, is one of the fastest ways to grow your social media is get in the habit of edifying and promoting other people's communities, other people's uh, free content, other people's paid content, their paid courses, whatever it is. If you like what other people are spitting out, then talk about it. Edify people. Leave quotes and uh, put, throw them up hey, in mate. front of Yep, jump in. I'm going to tap into that because it, yeah. it, it's not only just that. If if you're, especially if you're like someone like me who's who's more introverted though too, but you want to network and you just don't know like how and you, you know, with especially communication is get on people's uh, social media. Like just like, like sharing this room, like what, what social interaction does that really cause you, you know, but, but the thing is, it's very powerful because people see that other people will connect with that. Like if you go to the Instagram, start liking their reels and engaging in their content, because, you know, a lot of us, you know, especially more introverted people are very, are more likely to engage on the internet than we are in person because, you know, you don't have that face-to-face -face interaction. And I found for myself is that that has been one of the best ways to grow just a general network or friendship or whatever you're really looking for is getting on other people's social media platforms. 100%. Boom. Get in front of other people's audiences. I talked about this at EYA in Denver, the fastest way to build your own audience. And we do want you building your own communities, your own audience, your own uh, social media profiles, your own communities in Facebook or wherever you want to build a community, but also consistently get in front of other people's audiences. If you, if you post a quote that I share with you here on the social media show or Kelsey Stark or Mario Lynch, we're going to reshare that. And so people in our audience are going to see you sharing that. And not all of them, obviously, are going to follow you, but you're going to get new followers. You're going to you're going to have people see that post, especially if it's a dope photo of great scenery or maybe it's just a great photo of your smiling face. They're going to be like, that looks like a cool person. I need to follow them because if they're sharing value from Mario Lynch or Kelsey Stark or Alexander Gonzalez, if they're sharing that value, then I know that they're a person I can know, like and trust. And speaking of know, like and trust here in a minute. I'm going to share with you the only two things you need to do to focus on to sell as much as you want to build a business, sell everything you want using social media. And some of you know what I'm talking about, but here in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you guys how you can turn $1 into seven figures. How, would that be okay if I tell you guys how to turn $1 into $1 million? You're thinking, okay, what, what, what's that all about? Well, you're going to have to stay tuned for a few minutes because I'm not going to guarantee it. I'm not going to promise it, but I am going to guarantee that somebody will. Somebody is going to turn $1 into seven figures with the exact thing that I'm talking about here in a few minutes. And so before we get there and before I open it up, I'm just going to share a couple of thoughts with you for about three or five minutes. And uh, the, uh, some stuff I wrote down as I was sitting out here on the rocks overlooking Zion National Park. It's the best view I've ever woken up to. It's so beautiful out here. If you guys want uh, you know, access to this camping site, it's a free camping site with multiple camping spots out here uh, just outside of uh, Apple Valley, Utah. 
Um, I'm, I'm not sure how far from St. George, but but anyway, you got to go down a rough road to get up here. And uh, now I'm just overlooking the, the valley, the mountains, and uh, I can see Zion across the highway from here. So wish I could show you all the view. I wish I could pop in a video. How dope would that be to be able to pop in a little video right here into the picture? And I'm not, I'm not going to post the picture because then it's so small. You can barely, you can't, you can't really experience it anyway. But some of you know I've been traveling this week ever since EYE Denver. And I've been uh, spent a couple of nights up on top of a mountain, Jones Pass, just outside of Denver. Gorgeous up there, surrounded by snow and a, a beautiful place to, to hike. Water coming down the mountains. And then uh, two nights ago, uh, on the way back to Vegas, I stopped outside of Grand Junction, Colorado. And I was looking at some different places to camp. And uh, there's a place uh, out in the Mesa National Forest. And it's you go down this rough road. If I didn't have all-wheel drive, I would not have made it. Would, most likely would have gotten stuck. But you go down this rough road a few miles, about eight or nine miles, until you get to, okay. the, to this open clearing in the forest with just these gorgeous open spaces and, and, and lakes. And, and I saw a couple of deer that just stopped and had a conversation with me. And, uh, you know, got to see some ducks landing in the lake, but literally out in the middle of nowhere. It's one of the quietest areas I've ever been because you're so far away, you don't hear any road traffic or any city traffic, anything like that. And while this now, last night, while this view is my favorite view we can still see the road down below the highway the cars you can hear the you know the the sound of the cars and the, the lights from the city which is okay when you're still out in nature it doesn't have to be complete solitude but i share these stories with you because to get to each destination to get to each viewpoint i had to go through a couple of challenges some rough roads go a little bit slower than i wanted to a couple of nights i was i didn't get out to my campsite uh, in time to catch the sunset. And so I had to go down these roads in the dark and figure out exactly where I'm going. Thank God for bright lights and headlights. So, so, but, but to get to different destinations, to get to an epic experience, to get to whatever destination you want in your social media journey, whether it's a six figure business, a seven figure business, there's just certain things that you need to be focused on and you need to be okay with uh, stumbling across some roadblocks every once in a while, coming across a challenge. You know, you might have to pause like I did a couple of nights ago and had to pause and camp about a mile short of where I wanted to go because there was this huge puddle in the middle of the road and it was about 50-50 whether I was going to make it through it. I thought I was going to get stuck right before it was in some puddles and I made it through those and I came across this huge puddle and I knew it was 50-50 and I did not want to get stuck out, you know, 10 miles out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night. So I just backed into the, the little uh, area right, you know, right by the road and uh, ended up being a great little camping spot complete quiet couldn't hear anything other than the uh you know the the crickets the animals out there and uh, the only the only challenge with that camping spot is uh, there were a lot of mosquitoes you guys heard me mention that yesterday when i got out of the car just to kind of walk around that wasn't going to happen very long we uh quickly got back in the car that night and then the next morning on my hike lots of mosquitoes but who knew there would be just so many mosquitoes out in the middle of the forest and uh it had me thinking had me thinking like if these mosquitoes they're out in the middle of nowhere so they've probably never never experienced any human contact because th this area there's not too many people coming out there every once in a while i'm sure some people pop out there but why are these mosquitoes attacking us if they've never even seen a human <laughs> you know mosquitoes i'm sure the life the lifeline of a mosquito but they like ooh, fresh fresh blood in the water and so i don't know i was just thinking why would they just start attacking humans when when they survive without us so long out there in the forest but anyway random thoughts when you're out hiking through the forest in the middle of nowhere, when it's just you, your thoughts, and God, and, and a few animals, uh, there's all kinds of crazy things that you think about. But we're having fun traveling, and I bring up those stories because I've been sharing some 
some shots on uh, Instagram of my views and uh, I shared three reels yesterday. And so I wanted to cover uh, with you guys who aren't making reels, I wanna encourage you, talk about how simple it is, how fun it is, and how important it is to post some short form videos. And I'm gonna share with you the different types of reels I've been posting and how fast and simple it can be to, to make these reels and, and uh, let you know that there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be posting at least one reel a day. Now, uh, up until this week, I haven't been doing that, but I'm committing to posting one or two reels a day because there's so many different, so many things I want to share with the world, including the adventures, fun, family, uh, marketing tips and strategies. There's so many different things I want to share with the world, and reels is the most fun, uh, most fun way, most fun thing, most fun way to produce content and share it with the world, no matter what business you're building. In fact, if you look around at all the small businesses, uh, local businesses, even online marketers, how many of them are consistently posting reels? I think uh, there's opportunity for a lot of you to to get good at it and and turn it into a business, not only for your current business, but uh, if you want to, you could build an agency helping businesses create uh, short form video content. But so what are we gonna talk about today before I pass it around? Your destination. Everybody has a different destination. My destination right now was the top of overlooking Mount Zion National Park for adventure and fun. But in your business, I want you to be clear on what your destination is. Is it your first 1,000 followers on Instagram? Is it your first $1,000 a month? What is that thing that you just know you want to reach above anything uh, this, this year? You know, you got about six months left of the year. So what do you want to reach this year? Is it a $10,000 a month income? Is it a six-figure business? Do you want to finish out this, this year with a, and put together a seven-figure business or at least put together the foundation? I'm going to tell you how to do that here in a few minutes. At least put the foundation so that you can build a seven-figure business in 2023. And so what does that look like? Well, when we talk about our destination, our path, is there's reasons why we want to spend time on social media. And these are going to be kind of basic, but I just felt called to kind of share a few things today because you might be thinking like, what am I doing on social media? Like Kelsey mentioned earlier, you think of content creators as these, these young, fun dancers, good looking, and you, you might be thinking, well, what am I doing on social media? Well, the reasons for consistent activity on social media are, if you're building a business, is you, it's important, step number one, is you've got to get attention and not just one time with an audience, like some of you may be listening to my voice for the one for the first time. This might be the first time I got your attention, whether that's three seconds or you're here for three minutes or 30 minutes. But it's important that we get attention over and over. So this is why you want to be consistent, post consistent reels, show up in clubhouse rooms. If, if this is your chosen strategy, show up in clubhouse rooms each day and jump on a stage and share a, share a, a quote or edify a speaker or ask a question. You want to pick one platform, one strategy to show up every day, every day. And you want to use the, this strategy to get attention, let people become aware that you exist, and serve and give value wherever you show up to get attention. So get attention. This is why we spend time on social media. Get attention over and over. The second reason, you're spending time on social media and you're creating reels and you're, you're, you're listening to Kelsey Stark share these strategies and breaking news on these platforms and starting to think, well, where do I want to spend my time? We're getting attention in the marketplace and we're turning that into conversations. But next, you want to build no like, and trust. How do you build no like and trust on social media? Well, first, you've got to be consistent with it. People aren't going to, they might like you, but they're not going to know you and start to trust you unless you show up every day. If they see a reel and then two weeks later they see another reel, and you're if you're in it just for the fun of it, then that's okay. But if you're trying to build a business, you have to choose a platform and show up there every day. Now, when I say every day, that could be five days a week, take the weekends off. You might go six or seven days a week. I'll leave that up to you. But you want to pick a strategy and show up every day. Reels. 
and Clubhouse are a daily strategy for me. Uh, that's why we're here every day. This is a place where we can give value. We can serve. We don't get paid for it. But we uh, we spend time, you know, inviting you to our communities like I have my Facebook group at the top. If you want to hang out in the social media marketing mastermind and learn marketing tips, strategies, lead generation strategies, social media strategies and come hang out at our free Tuesday night training, then uh, then come hang out. It's a free place to give more value. But the point is, is you want to pick a place where you can serve and build no like and trust by being consistent, by being authentic and by having fun with it. But show up in a place where you can teach, inspire, bring humor, bring fun, bring yourself. Don't fake it till you make it. Like Natasha Graziano and so many people talk about it, embrace your ambition, be it until you become it. So show up, just make a decision that you're gonna be the, 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 the best, whatever, whatever title you, you foresee having in a year, go ahead and become that person, that seven figure social media influencer, that seven figure business owner, that uh, content queen, whatever you want, you want to be, Make a decision that you're going to be that person, that uh, you know, that that weight loss expert, that uh, you know, the the influencer that that helps a thousand people, you know, get a specific result in your business. Make a decision on your destination first. I think this is step number one to all this social media stuff, building business. Because I knew I knew I wanted to be up here on top of uh, this this uh, this free camping spot overlooking Mount Zion. I always call it Mount Zion, overlooking Zion National Park. I knew I wanted to be here, and even though the roads got a little rough and had to go real slow at times, and I wondered if I could make it over a few rocks, because I knew the destination, the path revealed itself. And so that's why we're here with the social media show is because if you know your destination, you're going to figure out your path. You're going to figure out your strategies. And so that's what we're talking about today are strategies that you can implement. So we're using social media to get attention and keep getting attention over and over. We're building no like, and trust. And then the third thing that you want to, the reason why you're on social media, the reason why you're doing all these things is to, uh, so you can begin talking to the right people and take them through your specific process. Now, how do you do this? You find out where, where your target people are hanging out. Are they hanging out in a clubhouse room? Are they hanging out on a, you know, uh, specific hashtags on Instagram, go find where they are, find the people that already have communities of people that are a, a perfect fit for your target audience, for your, ter- for your target clients and go spend time there, go serve them, be, be, you know, with humor, with inspiration, teach them. So we're using social media to get attention, to build no like and trust and to begin talking to the right people and taking them through a specific process. Begin, have, begin having conversations based on their needs, wants and desires and not our own. So that's why we're spending time on social media. And uh, so with that said, I'm going to pass around and get some ideas. But before I do that, I just wanted to tell you all how easy it is to create a reel. And I had a few people sending me messages, um, you know, asking how I did a certain things, how I found a trending audio. So this is how I do it. And this is uh, I'm going to share you guys how I do it, because I'm not as good at Tara Q at making reels. I'm not as good at, at some people, but I have a lot of fun doing it. And the last few reels that I've been uh, making, you know, gotten, you know, 4000, one had 6000 views. And uh, Instagram's paying me to, to make these fun reels and post them. And so first of all, you want to create reels and anything on social media as a way to, like I said, get attention, build no like and trust and build your business. But if you get consistent with it, I'm going to give you the formula for getting paid on reels. If you get consistent with it, then eventually Instagram, Facebook, Meta, whoever is going to reach out to you and say, hey, would you like to be, would you like to monetize? And so the way that you want to monetize reels before I tell you how I make my reels and then pass it around to see what everybody else is doing is one, you have to live in the USA to get monetized on Instagram. I'm not sure about Facebook, but you do have to have it. You have to live in the USA on Instagram. 
you have to have a professional account, either creator or business account. So go look at that. I'm not going to tell you how to find that right now. I don't even know how to find that. But figure out how to find where you can change it to a creator or a business account and do that immediately. I think mine's a creator account. I'm pretty sure. And then step number three is you just got to keep posting consistently and wait patiently. There's no formula. There's no exact science. You can't get Tom uh, Tom Johnson at, at Instagram on the phone. You can't call Sally Sue, Sally Sue Smith and say, hey, uh, I'd like to get paid. You have to wait patiently for Instagram, Meta, Facebook to send you an invitation. But you have your account needs to be, uh, you know, a creator or business account. And then you have to post consistent content, get engagement and wait patiently. Now, how do you get engagement? Post fun content. Have fun with it. Be yourself. Post your views. Post your videos and, uh, and, and pick trending audios and just have fun with it. And just keep doing that once or twice a day. And you'll eventually get an invitation from Instagram, Meta, Facebook to get paid on your reels. And so what have I been doing real quick? I usually, the last three reels that I make, I usually pick the audio first. Now, when you're, when you're scrolling through reels and you're on Instagram and at the bottom, you see the little uh, reels, the reels tab and, uh, and you click and you're watching other people's reels. If you hear an audio, they're like, I really like that audio. That's cool. And you, and you think of a one video or one picture that would match that audio. Go ahead and save it, or you can create that reel right there. You can pick, choose this reel, or make, you know, choose audio, and you can make a reel right there. So I usually choose, I don't do it every time, but I usually choose the audio first because I have an idea in mind when I hear an audio I like on another reel, I have an idea in mind already of a reel that I can create. So I'll save the audio and either come back to it later, or if I want to create it immediately, like I did last night, I created a fun reel with some old family uh, memories, videos, and stuff. I'll just go ahead and create it right there. I'll choose the audio and then you just uh, you can just scroll through your phone and pick memories and you can quickly edit. And so what I encourage you guys to do, if you're not creating one reel a day, commit to making one reel that's at least that's just seven seconds long each day. You can do this in about five minutes by pulling up your favorite audio and adding either one seven second video to it or you could add three videos that are two to three seconds long. So that's just a simple, basic, anybody can do this. A cool video of scenery, you hanging out with your friends, laughing with your friends, family, whatever it is. If you if you think if an audio inspires a memory of a video you have in your phone or a series of pictures, whatever it is, save that audio, create a reel by just going and grabbing those videos and you can just do one seven second video or a, a reel with a two videos, three to four seconds or three videos, two to three seconds. That's a powerful way to start getting traction on reels because people, uh, Tara, I learned this from Tara, a seven second uh, reel is about the attention span and is about what most people will watch is seven seconds. And so uh, that's a powerful way to start doing at least one reel a day. Literally won't take you more than three, five minutes and uh, you'll spend more time doing what you're doing anyway, just scrolling and listen, watching other people's reels, which all of you guys are doing right now anyway. But I want you guys, when you're scrolling and watching reels and listening to reels, I want you to start thinking as a producer when you're on social media instead of a consumer. You know, now maybe if it's late at night and you're just relaxing, you're consuming some content, have fun, knock yourself out. But when it's office time, when it's hours time and you're thinking about creating content, scroll through reels, pick a trending audio and then throw a picture and a video on top of it and then post it up. Now you can you can take it one step further and uh, you know, not going to go in that today, but you can add, you can pick a filter. There's different ways to choose filters and things on reels and you can have fun with it. Uh, a reel I made last night with my family uh, memories. I heard the uh, the song, the uh, the theme song from Gladiator. Now, if you watch Gladiator, I think it's the song that they play when you know people are dying and things like that. But it's just a cool, slow, 
you know, song. And I don't know why, but I was inspired. This would be a cool song to post a bunch of old family memory videos. And so I just went and grabbed a bunch of videos that, it, you know, and, it, and it's fun because you get to scroll through your phone and, and, and kind of go down memory lane. So that's just one idea that you can do to create a reel. You can just pull up a couple of old videos, old memories, things like that. Or you can do inspiration. You can fit, you can, if you're traveling, if you're out and about and you, you know, you see a local spot or uh, your office, you just fixed up your office and it's looking real nice. You can post a reel and show us, show us your badass office, your new office space, whatever that is. So there's things that inspire you, things that make you laugh and things that you think will make the audience laugh and things that you want to teach. If you want to share three tips on social media, three tips on making reels, you want to share something you learned on the social media show or something you read in a book, something you watched on a YouTube video, go turn it into a reel. Everything you consume on, on YouTube, on, on, on Instagram Reels, on Instagram, Facebook, here on the social media show, in Clubhouse, Breakfast with Champions, everything you consume, I want you to immediately start thinking how you can teach that if it inspired you, motivated you, or you learned something and you went and implemented it. I want you to start thinking how you can teach. And so that's how I make Reels. I choose the audio first most of the time. I throw a video or a couple of pictures in there and I mix it up. Some of my Reels are just two clips. And one reel I made last night was about 10 different videos strung together for a minute. So I do some reels that are seven seconds, 15 seconds, and every once in a while I have a little fun and do kind of like a little mini movie, a little reel short form movie and, uh, and uh, make it a minute long. And uh, those aren't gonna get the most traction and engagement because not everybody wants to watch a minute long reel of Nate's family memory photos and videos, but some people do. So have fun with it guys. Just get in the habit, the message I wanna, I wanna really hammer home today is I want you guys to get consistent with a strategy. You might want to start a show like we did and show up every week in Clubhouse or maybe you want to get crazy and show up five days a week like we've been doing for a year and a half right here in Clubhouse. But starting off, I want you guys, if you're not doing something consistent, in other words, you do a reel today and then four days later you do a Facebook Live and two weeks later you do a Clubhouse room for 30 minutes and you're just kind of throwing stuff up against the wall, I want you to pick something consistent so that you can start getting attention Getting attention over and over, meaning some people know who you are, but then they forget about you for three months. And if you're not showing up every day, they're going to forget about you. So get attention over and over, build no like and trust, and then take that trust and start building communities, having conversations and, uh, you know, just build your brand and uh, build your marketing presence. So the two steps to build a six or seven figure business before I t tell you how to turn $1 into a million dollars. The only two things you guys have to do on social media and in all your business marketing one is all the stuff we've been talking about today and we talk about use social media and use other marketing strategies to build no like and trust that's step number one build no like and trust how do you do that show up consistently tell your story be authentic smile have fun share your adventures um, tell stories tell lots of stories tell stories over and over and over bring in people that have trust do an interview on instagram with tom challen or kelsey stark or myself Bring in people that'll get, you know, say, hey, yeah, I'll do a five minute interview with you on Instagram. Bring in other people that, you know, have credibility, authority, know, like and trust. So there's there's so many ways to build no like and trust in the marketplace. But once you start doing this, once you start having no like and trust with a specific audience, another way to do this is to start building your own community. Uh, another way to do this is to have a branded domain and a branded funnel page. When people see that you're sending them to a professional funnel that has your business, your logo, your ad copy, your videos, you know, you telling a story that helps elevate your no like and trust factor. So there's so many different things in place that you can, and, and, but most importantly, just show up consistently, show up as yourself, have fun, 
and, uh, and, and bring that to the marketplace. Bring that to your social media strategy. Show up consistently. That's step number one, no like and trust. Step number two to build a seven-figure business, six-figure business, before I tell you how to turn $1 into a million, once you start Nate. having – jump in, jump in. Dude my, dude, my wife is throwing away my pranks. Can you talk to her? <laughs> Don't do like, it, No, Ken. I'm not kidding you. I have a box full of pranks, and just she's pissed off at me because I told her she can't take all her clothes. And Uh-oh. Can you, can you please call her right now? I'll take over. I will. I will come. I will come down there and take those pranks off of you, and because uh, I need to use them for my during my travels. I'm. I'm not joking. You got to see my Instagram. So, <laughs> I want to five seconds. Jump in. Jump in. What, by minutes. the way, what I just did, and I would only do this with a friend, uh, someone that's not going to be offended. I'm not going to ruin the show because I know he's going to float. And pattern interrupt times ten. It's called a pattern interrupt. Is what I just did. Some of you are like that dude's rude, but yeah. It, it, it sounded rude and that's what a pattern interrupts is that's how i that's why i do video and it works really well and it's positive and, and so, but here's so i just did a video on my wife throwing away my pranks on like while you were talking about it i'm like i'm gonna take action so nate's talking about taking action if you take action to reels you if you don't overthink you can tell so many stories so many shocking fun interesting documentary style lifestyle style my you know anything if you just Pretend you're interested if you if you think you're not. I'm not saying you're not interested, but you could literally become interesting by doing interesting things and having fun with it, and you'll you'll work so much less when you do that. Anyways, back to you, Nate. Thanks, brother. I just wanted to pop in and say hi. Yes, I love it. I love it. Don't throw it away, Kim. I, uh, save me some pranks. I'm gonna be down there tomorrow night. I'm gonna drive down and I come party with y'all. Going away party. Tom and Kim are going yes, away. If you we live don't in even Southern California. Going. If you live in Southern California, you're not a weird stalker. Uh, uh, DM me. <laughs> Make sure you're qualified. Make sure you're not a word stalker. Check, check that off the box. So thanks for jumping in here, guys. Uh, hold on to those pranks. I need to do more pranks. We had some fun at EYA. Uh, Tom was uh, carrying around a little fart machine, and uh, right at dinner time or lunchtime, he was putting the fart machine in there, making people laugh. So I don't know if you've posted any of those videos yet, Tom, but uh, but good good stuff. So you're building no like and trust on social media, guys. You're showing up consistently. You're getting attention. You're having fun. You're following, you're listening to Tom's advice. You're having fun. You're, you're, you're listening to Nate and having more adventure in your life. Bring adventure to your daily routine, whatever that may be. It might be as simple as telling a stranger hello and giving them a hug. That's adventure, right? You know, anything out of your comfort zone, but you know, then it can add value to somebody's life. So whatever you're doing to bring adventure to your life, all these things you build no like and trust. The only thing else you have to do to sell, sell and sell lots of stuff and build a business is tell stories of how your products and services have transformed your life and tell stories about how your products and services her services have transformed the lives of your clients. That's it. Keep it simple. That's that's the all-in seven-figure sales formula. I learned it from a friend of mine, Mike Hobbs. He called it the infinite sales formula, the infinite sales principle, meaning you can continue to build a business and it, the, the business will never slow down if you consistently show up on social media and build no like and trust. And you just tell stories of how your products and services impacted your life. If, if you were a customer of your product, you know, a lot of times we get into businesses because a, a product transformed our life or maybe we created a new version of the product. But just tell stories. And that's how you do a presentation. You go live. You tell a story about how a product impacted Tom Challenge's life or you go live and you bring in an interview or you might just tell a story. Say, hey, I want to tell you the story of, of how these three different people were benefited by my course or by my product or services. And you do that over and over again. And then you then you send people through a process, a sales funnel process that I, I work with clients on and teach people how to create a process that makes sense for your business because everybody's process is a little bit different. Everybody's path is a little bit different. 
but the destinations are very similar. If you want to get out here to the Zion National Park, I can give you the GPS coordinates and your destination is going to be the same as mine, but your path to get here may be a little bit different. You might have to fly to get here. You might have to, your car might be a little bit different, different challenges. You might have different challenges along the way. Your car might break down, your car might overheat. God forbid your brakes go out and your car goes over the edge and uh, you lose your car while you're out here hanging out in Zion National Park. But your challenges may be different. Your path may be different, guys, but the destinations are the same. And uh, the, the fastest way to, to reach your destinations, whether that's a six-figure business, a seven-figure business, uh, Instagram page with hundreds of thousands of followers, a TikTok page with hundreds of thousands of followers like Tom Challen, the fastest path is to model what other people are already doing and that are willing to show you step-by-step step how to do it. That's why we're here on the social media show each day to give you tips, ideas, framework, strategies, help you understand what you can start doing right now. Understand that you need to be consistent. You need to get attention. You need to show up over and over. You need to be yourself. You need to have fun. You need to have some adventure. But there's other resources that are available that you can get in your hands and you can start learning from six and seven figure business owners. So before I pass it around 30 more seconds, I'm gonna, we talked about this yesterday. We've been talking about this in the room because Amazon's uh, mistake, Amazon's lack of getting, uh, they've, they've had issues with their Kindle versions on books that are over a hundred or 200 pages long. And so because Amazon has had issues with their Kindle version of our new book, Social Impact, this is how anybody in this room, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm a co-author along with my co-host right next to me, Tom Challen, in a book called Social Impact, 31 Social Media Marketing Strategies Guaranteed to Explode Your Business. Written by network marketers, but these principles, these are organic and paid social media marketing strategies that will work for any business. Brick and mortar, coaching, course creation, you know, if you're a credit expert like Credit Ninja, she uses some of these strategies. We need to get her in the next book. So whatever your business is, there's certain strategies that can help help you mold and craft and, and navigate your path because your path may be a little bit different. You might do Instagram a little bit different. You might create a reel a little bit differently, different way than me. You might use filters a little bit different. You might do 15-second videos more so than seven-second videos. There's so many different things that you might do a little bit different. But you, the best way to create your path, to create your social media journey so that you can reach your specific destination, and I'm just going to call it a seven-figure business because I think most people love the idea of a seven-figure business, but your destination might just be $3,000 a month in a business. You might, you might make crafts or t-shirts or something, and you're like, Nate, I love my job. I just want to make an extra $3,000 a month on social media building a business. You know what your destination is. I don't know. But I do know we have a book that can help you get there, that can help you navigate and create your path. Because these chapters, 31 different chapters, are 31 different strategies that show you step-by-step, step-by-step frameworks, and you can access all 31 chapters today until Amazon figures out their Kindle thing and releases our Kindle version because they're having the Amazon talk to our publisher and they're having some glitches on these books that are over 200 pages, I think. And uh, so, so until they figure out how to release the Kindle version, we're making the Social Impact book available to you for $1.00. The digital, so when Kindle version is released, you will get the Kindle version for $1, but you will immediately, when you invest a whole dollar into your business to start figuring out some of these social media strategies, you will immediately get access to all chapters in a membership area. Super cool. So you get a membership area with all the digital chapters, 
plus you get a Kindle version if you like uh, getting Kindle. And if you want to upgrade and get a physical copy of the book, I think they're $27. You get all uh, 31 chapters. But today I just want to get these, get this in your hands for $1 because I believe, I don't believe, I know there's going to be people. there. The authors in this book have already turned these strategies, like how to use Instagram stories, how to use Instagram reels. Tom has a whole chapter on short form videos, reels, TikToks, and YouTube shorts. He talks about the importance of of picking a platform to make the reels and or the short form videos, I should say. And then you can quickly, without overthinking it, post it on other platforms without without taking all that time to take away the watermark and all that stuff. You can figure out that stuff later. But he has a whole chapter talking about the importance of of a, of a of repurposing that content over multiple platforms. And while we want you to focus and go all in on one primary platform to get attention, build no like and trust and start conversations with your audience. There are ways that you can uh, you can repurpose and, and share that same content across platforms. So that's just one chapter in the book. Tom's chapter is a seven figure strategy. Uh, Whitney Carey on a, a chapter on Instagram stories and Lisa Cock has a chapter on Instagram stories. And I think there's one other chapter and they're all different ways to create and, and use stories on Instagram. You could build a six or seven figure business with Instagram stories alone. Now, and then there's a, there's a page that the chapter that talks about how to establish your profile, how to optimize your profile, because a lot of you are spending all this time on social media, but your profiles aren't optimized. You don't have a clear you don't have clear uh, instructions or a clear idea of what you do in your business. And so all this stuff is in social impact. I'm going to finish right here. All this stuff is in social impact. 31 chapters, step-by-step, step, 31 strategies guaranteed to explode your business. You get access to it for $1. If you're listening to this audio, you can find it at nateforest.com with two R's. nateforest.com, the bottom button, the bottom option, goes straight to that book where you can get a copy for $1 today. Or you can go straight to nateforest.com forward slash book and go straight to get your copy. But I think everybody, we've been talking about this all week because I don't make anything off this dollar this dollar book, but I know we're going to sell a, thousands of these copies. And I think I've read through some of these chapters. I was out here in Zion last night reading through some of these chapters and some powerful strategies, frameworks from six and multiple seven-figure business owners that can help you create your path. So I shared some ideas today to, to, to jump in, jump in. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, sorry, not a panic interrupt, but a serious message. Uh, we have a serious message coming through right now, Nate. The serious message is I did not want to do that book. I did not want to give my favorite where I'm going with social media out to the world yet because that's going to be part of my course that I'm going to sell for $2,000 and it's going to be worth it. But in the meantime, everybody can go get it. Most of that strategy that I'm, going to, I'm doing to, to circulate content across the board and how we get 50 million plus views uh, well over 50 million views on on facebook and how we my wife got forty thousand followers on facebook or instagram in the last three months i mean last three months last three weeks forty thousand new followers in the last three weeks how we distribute content and more importantly how we're doing it like how the next level of how to do that and all that's in the book and the only reason why i did the book is because nate he forced me to and we love chris christopher hussey and the people behind it are just good people the people that put it out together it's going to be a new york it's going to be a bestseller uh, big time. So go get the book. It's worth it. You get some of the top marketers in the entire world that are sowing seeds in there. So I would get it. So buck. I love it. I love it. So let's open it up, guys. Flash your mic. If you want to tell a story or give us an idea on the path that you're taking, the the strategy or something that's working for you, or if you have a question, come up and ask a question. We've got a few minutes left, about 20 minutes left. You know, there's nobody after us today, so we can go as long or as little as we want. And uh, but flash your mic if you want to share with us a strategy that's working for you, that's helped you take a certain path using social media to reach a destination to build your business. Or if you have a question, flash your mic. 
Ryan, you want to jump in here? What's up, friend? Oh my gosh, it is Ryan Planky. No, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, something that you said about optimization in your in your profile optimization. I mean, we talk about this day in, day out, day in, day out. But but something that I see constantly that I wish that people would understand is. Listen, if you understand the psychology behind social media, you will understand how to play the game. And it goes with everything that you do, your posts, your content, your copy for your captions. I mean, I mean, there's so many things that go into the psychology of social media. So something that I want people to understand and something I want to leave with people today is tap into your audience's mind. Okay, and I know that's like such a cliche thing to say, but like actually dive in deeper. What is your audience going through? What are the pain points that they're going through? What is something that's going on in their life right now that they are trying to overcome? And how are they feeling in that moment? And you'll know what to write based off of that because the biggest thing I see, Nate, and the biggest question I will get is about captions. How can I write effective captions? It's by creating emotional impact. It's by actually making your audience feel something that they can connect to. So for example, if your post is about, you know, coming from an abusive relationship, you know, talk about the overcoming of that and empowering other people that if you're in this situation too, but it also depends on what your audience is feeling is. So if your audience, if you have an audience of people overcoming that, so you want to have the empowerment feeling in your caption. If you have people who are still struggling to get out of an abusive relationship, you want to be empowering, but you also want to touch them in a way for them to seek help or for them to tell somebody. So there's different approaches that you have to think about when it comes to your captions, when it comes to your content, when it comes to the way. It's the same time when we watch a movie and that scene is very emotional with the beautiful music in the background and then the slow motion of the girl running up to the guy, hugging him after not seeing him for 10 years and thinking he was dead or something. It's the storyline. And so you want to create a storyline within your captions. Take them on that emotional journey. So I just wanted to leave that in there because I think something that I do very well on this app and through my captions and through my social media is creating a story and creating that emotional impact. So this is Ryan Linky and I yield the mic. That's a great tip. Use captions to take people through that journey, hook them in, tell them a quick story, give a call to action, tell them to like it, comment, or take them to the next step in your process. And captions are a powerful way to do that. Thank you, Ryan Lanky. Anybody else want to jump in? Tell us about your path. Plank, you're Ryan Planky forever on the social media show, but nowhere else. <laughs> Guys, jump in and share your path. Share your, uh, you know, the journey that you've been taking on social media. If you have a tip, this is the time to share because we can get a bunch of tips in a book like Social Impact. We can get a lot of tips from Tom Challen or Ryan Lanky here on the social media show. You can go hang out with Ryan when he opens up rooms in the Moms Link and crushes Clubhouse or uh, all the other things. There's so many different ways for you to uh, to figure out your path. But I want to hear uh, for the next few minutes, I want to hear what's working for you. What social media uh, real strategies, uh, social media content creation strategies are working hey, for Mario you. Hey, Mario here. Jump in, Mario. What's working for you, hey, brother? I, I, there's been a multiple of things working for me, but it's more of, for me now, just honing in on that, especially the message, right? Because I've had some posts get some pretty good views from, from my standpoint for based off the following, right? But if you don't have like a good message in, behind that or a good call to action, 
those those views i mean it's just it's cool it's entertainment but that that's that's all it is i mean you're not going to get much growth from that so it's like what ryan's saying is that honing on that message is very effective but when you do tools like remixing meal reels for myself has gotten me a lot of views right so remixing because what it's great is it's 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 a indirect collaboration with something that you you like right so you pick a reel that you really enjoy and you remix that reel give your reaction or add to it whatever you want right and then that pushes out to part of their audience your audience and the instagram audience Uh, another big thing is especially if you're a small account um one of the most effective ways to capitalize on your views i found is to not post it to your grid is to post it just directly off of uh to the reels feed instead of your grid because then you're gonna and also put a location i think of a big city near you that's definitely been effective as well um by doing that you, you know you're more likely to get a better engagement and when you get a better engagement instagram's gonna keep pushing it out for more views and if you don't know how to toggle that off of uh, your facebook or your instagram feed just send me a dm on super mario street I'll, I'll I'll gladly help you out, guide you through that process because I can tell you it's super effective. So thanks, Mario. How about you come in and let's do a video of guiding people through that process in the social media marketing mastermind group? What do you say? Let's schedule time. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. So guys, we have a social media marketing mastermind group. I bring in special guests often. And uh, this would be a great, you know, get Mario. He's always willing to to support and teach and serve like he does here on the social media show. So if you're not following Mario, give him a follow. Shoot him a DM and say thanks for the value you provided on the show today. And uh, shoot me a DM and say group. You can just go straight to NateForest with two rs.com and click on the top option and join the group. Or just DM me, say group, and we'll get you inside of our marketing mastermind where we teach for free all week long, different strategies, ideas on uh, lead generation, marketing, social media strategies, and uh, give you more clarity on things you can do to get results in your business. And so I started walking down the path and I got a little short of breath. So with that said, shoot me the DM and say group, we'll get you in the social media marketing mastermind group, or just go to nateforest.com with two R's. But with that said, let's keep passing it around for like another 10 minutes. Let's pass it around. If you have a strategy that's working for you, if you just want to say hello, ask a question, or uh, talk about anything you've learned on the show today from Kelsey Stark, uh, or myself, then jump in, flash your mic, and say hello, say good morning, and share a tip with you. What strategies have helped you reach your destination? What is up, Trey? What's going on, my friend? Trey, you're on mic, but we can't hear you. Everybody else, nobody can hear Trey, right? Okay, here we go. There you go. There you go. Here, Nate, I'm getting so much gems. Thank you, Ryan. That was so helpful. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, only been working this social media stuff since January of this year. And I have a question. So, really, what is the difference or the value between reels or stories? Because I'm rocking the stories, but reels have been a little complicated for me. So, is what's the value or difference between them can you help so me stories, with that? stories are only going to be seen for the most part almost entirely by the people that already follow you so that's a way to continue to build no like and trust to show like your daily experiences your travels your if you like showing your you know your epic meal you're having for dinner your your, your group photo 
stories are kind of like a daily journal, a daily diary for people that are already following you to see what's going on throughout your daily life. And then you can post links and stuff in there for the people. So stories are kind of like your community. You've already, people have already agreed to follow you and stories are kind of an extension of your Instagram where you can build community because uh, a lot of people that watch your stories, they'll watch it often. They'll watch it every day. Uh, Reels are a place for you to get new followers, for you to introduce yourself to, uh, now now your followers are also gonna see your Reels, so you can make more, uh, you can get more creative with Reels. You can edit them and make them turn, you know, make little seven second, 15 second, 60 second movies, short form Reel films, whatever you wanna call them. And uh, by doing quick edit editing and things like that. But Reels at the end of the day are a way to reach out into new people to get new people to come follow you. And uh, because Instagram pushes out Reels to strangers, they don't push stories to uh, strangers. Does that make sense? Hey, totally. Yep. Hey, that hey, I, logged I in. That logged too. in. Yeah. Tap in, Mario. Yeah. So please. I found the two, and and honestly though too, I I don't know what it is because I haven't found a way to do it to other people though. But I have seen people who are not following me look at watching my stories. So that's something I'm trying to figure out. Like where how how is that happening? So I can kind of like capitalize on that maybe a little bit more. But like like Nate said though, right? So what I found is stories are great to show like showcase your life like that journaling right of like the day-to-day what's going on to 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 especially like the in-between of you creating content for your your feed uh the the feeds are great when you have like your niche down message market uh that's gonna like nate said is gonna get you the more followers because you want to keep that feed as as niche down to your message as possible because the the more in tune to that you are the more of like you're going to get that binge worthy uh, binge worth effect of right. So like if someone just discovers you, they're like, wow, I really like what this person's doing. Let me see what they're all about. They're going to go to that, your, your feed, right? They're going to see what else you got. And then they're going to see other reels that you've created. And they're like, oh, let me see what, and then they're going to watch another one. And then sometimes you get the Netflix effect, right? And they just keep kind of going down the thing. And all of a sudden, you know, that creates re-engagement, I found for myself as well, uh, when I was being extremely consistent. But like I said, if you don't have that message honed in, you're not going to get uh, a broad, like a bigger engagement. So like I said, reels and your feed are perfect, like really, really meant for like that, the message. The what, what are you doing to help others? What are you trying to get them to engage with? And then your stories is like, now let me show you the day-to-day life so you can connect with me a little bit more on what's going on behind the scenes because people love seeing that of like especially depending on what your industry is so and and that and the stories allow you that freedom of creativity to kind of branch off of that message so you get that broader spectrum mario oh my gosh that was so helpful so i've been putting the content in the wrong place so i need to put so oh my gosh thank you so much that was so helpful hey mario you said something about uh how your stories are being viewed by people you said off of facebook no where are you you talking i've seen views like so you know you can see who's watching your your stories right over time right i've seen people who are not following me on my on my views so it's like i don't know how they're seeing my story do you have your privacy uh, settings set as public privacy Probably. settings 
Yeah, probably. It's probably set to public, so that's probably what's going on. Well, then that's a very good have... thing. Then you probably, especially if you're a content creator and trying to grow your platform, you definitely want to keep that thing public. You never want to put that private. Yeah, all of mine are my. Actually, I've started. Um, I'm sorry. Hi, Nate. Welcome back. Nice to nice to hear your voice again. What's up, Mayor? Um, so I've been focusing on Facebook. That's where I've been mainly posting, you know, all of my content, you know, I started a group and I've been consistently posting several times a day on it. And it seems it's growing. My group is growing by leaps and bounds. <laughs> so I guess that's where I'm going to stay, but I've left my profile and everything as public because that's, you know, it's where I'm drawing my, my people. Um, and I figure if I, I'm listening to Nate, being consistent, uh, showing up every day, and building trust and, you know, creating all kinds of different um, tasks and things inside of the group to, to get more engagement. Um, I do have a client. I did. I do have an actual client now. So um, hopefully that, that starts to flow, um, you know, with the, the, the money flowing in. Not that that's what I'm looking for, but, you know, it is what I'm looking for <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from um, my marketing people about the four self-help eBooks that I'm getting ready to publish and monetize. Um, so things are kind of coming together. I'm just putting myself out there again. Um, Nate, I do need help with that funnel though, I'm trying to get that set up. I did purchase a domain name, but not through HBA, it's through another platform but I secured my domain. So I guess I need to know where to go from there with um, somehow integrating everything into the funnel. Let's do it, let's do it. Guys, if you need help with funnels, um, I'm more than glad to get on the phone with you. Uh, Mayor, uh, you know, basically we're just gonna take a branded domain for marketing purposes. This is what I work with uh, clients one-on-one -on -one and in my Facebook group, is you wanna have a domain for marketing purposes, then you, but then you wanna attach it to a, a branded funnel, a place where you can build pages that have your branding, your messaging, your videos, your photos, your colors, all the things that you want to be presented. You know, you want the world to see you and your business and your message. And so, uh, you know, the software that I use, it, it's only 25 bucks a month. Mayor has an account. And I say, yeah, Mayor, let's jump on the phone uh, this weekend and uh, and just kind of finish out the, the the finishing pieces. Now, why we're talking about social media today, but why do you need a uh, branded sales funnel process? Because social media is your top of the funnel in your business, guys. This is where you meet the people. This is, uh, you know, like if you have a store on Main Street, you don't just sit in the store and hope that people show up. Or if you have a store, let's say, on a little bit of a less busy street, because usually Main Streets are pretty busy. If you have a store on, on uh, Nate Street, on Oak Street, whatever, whatever the street's called, and people aren't showing up, don't expect people to show up just because you have the prettiest store, you have the best products, you have the best prices. Maybe you serve free coffee, you have great music or whatever. You have all the things in the store, but what do uh, brick and mortar business owners do? They, they send people out on the sidewalk to, uh, to wave signs. They, they put up billboards. They, they run radio ads. They, they do all these things. This is what businesses do. But then yet on social media, sometimes we just show up on social media and we talk about our, our, our products and services and we do all the selling one-on-one. -on -one. We jump on the phone call one-on-one. -on -one. We, we have one-on-one -on -one DM conversations. And while this is important, you wanna have a place to send people through that guides them through the process, that gets them closer to taking their credit card out and buying your thing. 
And so that's why we put together a branded sales funnel process. So if you want help with that, the same thing that Mayor just asked, Mayor, let's go live inside our Facebook group. And I like to do trainings and stuff where other people can see what we're doing. Let's finish out your funnel. I did the same thing with Auntie Anita in, in my Facebook group. I've done it with other people. And so if you want to see what it's looked like to finish out a branded sales funnel to add a domain, um, we'll add the domain that Mayor just bought. It doesn't matter where you buy it. You can quickly add it to the software and start building pages. So now Mayor will be able to build as many pages as she wants uh, with that domain. And we'll show you exactly how to do that. So uh, come hang out in our marketing mastermind group. We'll do that live or, or we'll at least re record it and uh, post that because it might need to be edited a little bit. But uh, if you want access to that, shoot me a DM and say group or just visit nateforest.com with two R's. And uh, the button at the top of the page goes straight to my Facebook group. Is there a so mastermind that sound, tonight? Uh, no, not tonight. I'm out. I'm out here enjoying nature, boo. I'm out here enjoying. I but know. Uh, <laughs> I might go live because there. well, I have service out here in Zion. So even though I'm in camping mentality, uh, I'm sitting here right here at the top of the cliff right now. I have service, so I've got to go into town today to get my stuff charged up and uh, get get some more food and stuff. And then I'm going to be back up here. So I might do a room inside my Aces and Marketing Club. That's what I've been doing on Thursday nights. So if I do, I'll let you know. Um, what, what I do, guys, inside my Aces and Marketing Clubhouse Club is I'll do a room on Thursday nights where I talk about sales funnels and marketing and, uh, and how that uh, applies to your business. Lead generation, sales funnels, all things marketing. Because at the end of the day, I talked about this in Embrace Your Ambition in Denver. If you're in business, guys, you're a marketer first. You're an entrepreneur first. And you are your products and services and business second. Are you? If you're a dentist, you're not a dentist first, unless you just want to be an average dentist. But you're a marketer first. Now, this this doesn't apply to everybody. Some people are so popular with word of mouth and and so good at being a dentist. Or Dr. Sean Shapiro, he has people lined up around the door to for his chiropractor services. So it doesn't apply to every single business. But but for most businesses that are still at that point to where they want to get more people in the door. You become a marketer first. Learn how to communicate with your audience. Learn how to communicate with them on the phone. Learn how to communicate with your audience on reels and videos on social media. And then learn how to take them through a process through a branded sales funnel that takes people to a page where they can ask questions, where they can pull out their credit card and get more information and buy your things. And so we talk about all of these things, not only in my social media marketing mastermind Facebook group, but also over in the Aces and Marketing Club right here on Clubhouse. Anybody else before we wind it down? Credit Ninja, anybody else out there want to share a social media tip? What's working for you? Yes, Nate. Yes, what is Nate. Up, Queen Bee? Jump in, yes, Queen this B. is Queen. Yes, is Queen B, our student. Nate, I just wanted to jump in here and say a big thank you. A big thank you to you because you know I came into this space clueless. At least now I have a domain, queenfergie.com. And also I've done some reels, Nate. I guess you'll be proud of me as your student. So I have some reels and I'm still figuring this out. And I was just super happy to hear Super Mario talk just now because I need help, Mario. So I'm hoping I could reach out to you as I get the Instagram stuff sorted out. But Nate, I just wanted to come in here and say thank you for the information you've been dropping. Enjoy your session at Embrace Your Ambition. And I just really wanted to say big shout out to you. And thank you so much to Tom and his beautiful bride for his information too. This has indeed been a blessing. And the past few weeks of my life has been different. I haven't made any money as yet, but I'm good. I'm seeing my future self with that seven-figure business. And Nate, all credit to God for using you to help me with that. Amen. With that, yes. I'm Queen B. Amen. I'm complete and I'm walking in abundance. 
Man, that's a powerful share, Queen B, Queen Fergie. I Queen Fergie, you're all the queens. You're Queen B, you're Queen Fergie, and soon you're going to be the queen of the seven-figure business owners. So thank you for jumping in. And yes, uh, I know that God is going to be using you in a powerful way because I can I can feel your spirit every time you show up here and on Facebook. I can I can I can see the intentions and I can see the fruit and I can see the results that are coming your way. So thanks for jumping in here and, uh, and jump in. Okay, one one more last thing I want to share this on my heart and oh, two things. The first thing is one of the most important th reasons why I like to share so much. And I think that you need to find your stage. It may not be this stage. You know, we've been working with this for, I mean, it could be two, by the way. Obviously, if you build the trust and build the relationships and start asking, you know, you know, do the thing you got, you got to learn to do on Clubhouse. But the most important thing that I do when I speak, what I'm about to speak is my second thing is I'm speaking it not just to you, what I'm about to give you right now. I'm speaking it to me. I have to hear it a thousand times, even out of my own voice, going into my own big ears to go hopefully into my heart, into my head, actually into action. And that, so, so that's the first thing I want to say as a, as a tip, get speaking your vision, get speaking what you're going to do, even if you're not doing it. Like when I'm about to mention to you right now, I'm just now uh, getting into flow of, you know, of doing it and thinking about this way. But here's, here's what I want to say to you. Number two, this is so big. And I want to ask you a question before we wrap up this room. What is your, and, and Nate, I want you to answer this question too, if you know what it is. What is your, hang on, let me think of the acronym, L-T-V, yeah, what is your L-T-V of, in, what will be your L-T-V of all your videos in five years, individually? What will each video, your lifetime value of each video be that you're posting right now until the next five years? What will the average of all your videos individually be? Does anybody understand the question and want to give me a, I mean, of course you're just going to be guessing most likely, but what would be an, a, an example of a, of a guess that you think each video will be the value of your brand, $2. your income? You think $2, $2 from, from each video. Now it's going to be different for everybody, but for somebody, I don't know. Uh, you think you two bucks a, for yours, buddy? For real? Two bucks? No, 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 no. I'm trying to think like if somebody had like 5,000 videos, maybe I'm- No, no, you. What do you think oh, your me? videos? What do you think your average average video is going to be worth in five years? Ooh, five hundred bucks a video. Okay. Anybody else want to take a quick, just rough stab at it? I think there's no wrong answer, by the way. Fifteen hundred. Ooh, she out trumped you, Nate. Who else? Not that that. <laughs> just a guess. But go on. Anybody else? I'll say priceless. Priceless. Yeah. So, if, what was? What do you think priceless quantifying? would be if priceless is, I mean, that's, that's big. What's priceless value you think? Just as a guess. Well, I mean, if you're sure. Mine's going to be life changing. Okay. So I'm oh, sorry. Let, let, sorry. Go ahead. No, keep going. Priceless first. And then I'm going to hear the other one. Okay. Yeah. No, I was saying priceless. Cause like if, if, if I'm doing videos of like my daughter or, or just stuff that I, she can learn oh, yeah. in the future, stuff like that. That's what I was talking about. Oh like yeah. Kyle. No, that's priceless. No question. So, Here's so yeah. Here's the benchmark. Here's yep. the benchmark. My friend is an over 60 influencer and brands pay her $1,800 per post. So Come on. Put, that in your, put that in your, yeah. in your calculation. Well, here's 2,500. How much? 2,500. Okay. So let's use the average of this room. Let's use, let's just say, cause we've, let's say, uh, let's say a thousand bucks. Okay. A thousand bucks. Okay. I got a thousand dollars. Let's say you do, um, two videos a day. 
times 365 times five times 1000, that's $3.6 million. Who's ready to start freaking doing videos? And, and listen, I think $1,000 is ridiculously conservative. You don't even know the real, like the real, like if how many of you wish you would have bought real estate in 19, like if you were born right, in 1985, right? Or 1995 or 2000, how many of you like to bought real estate three years ago? Whole, my home, I, you know, $1.6 million a year and a half ago, $2.6 million today, right? I'm like, it's gone up a million bucks in like a year and a half or so, right? So the value, we don't even know the value. I mean, we don't know, but if you're all in, you do what Nate was sharing with you and you plug into people like Nate and you learn from Nate and so many others on stage, I, I believe the lifetime value of every video that we do is going to be over $10,000. So gosh, the math is going to be absurd. I mean, it could be like if Mr. Beast, I mean, he's kind of paving the way. He's the first billionaire. And of course he's all in and he's big time, but it's going to be big for a few people, a few people that are action takers, not sprinkling consistent content, balling it over time. I mean, start with your content, but then start getting to a point where if you're going to do it, why not go all in and commit and figure out how to be the best you can be, get the right coaches and go. So it's kind of the mindset that we're in right now. And trust me, this is new for me. I've never been at this level of energy, focus, clarity, vision, but it's possible once you break free and you, and you learn how to get going. So anyways, Thank you, Nate. Love you. Hey, by the way, just get your butt over here. Seriously, come on over now. I'm complete. Oh, and one more night. One more, thing. one more thing, Nate. By the way, I'm creating a system to for my wife and I. We want to create a new seven-figure income every single 90 days, brand new, that's completely sustainable and will keep perpetually growing and bring in the right people to help run that project or whatever that is we're doing for the next 90 days. And we're going to do it while getting back to fun and having fun through the process and traveling the world. I know that sounds crazy. And I'm not sure if we're going to hit it. I mean, I feel like in my heart, I will want you, if you want to watch that journey, follow me on Instagram. And if you want to be a part of what we're doing intimately and join a community of getting back to fun, but also scaling your residual leverage of income, DM me right now and just say fun. DM me on Instagram and say fun. And it might be a few days or a week, but I'm, I'll, I'll give you a link where you can join our community of getting back to fun. Anyways, okay. So nice, we can thanks, build thanks seven figure businesses every ninety days while hanging out in Zion National Park, or and having fun. Or for some people, it might be, hey, I want to earn an extra seven hundred bucks every ninety days on top of my income. Some of you, are, some of you might be saying, hey, no, you know what, I want to do seven thousand. Some of you yeah. might be saying, hey, I want to build. So it's just been based on where everybody's at. You be where your con your mindset is, your action is, your leverage is, your leadership level is. You're ready to boss up level is, and pick, pick that number, but. Anything's possible. If Grant Cardone can do it, you can do it. If he could do it with a hundred bucks, bald, 50 something years old at the time, 58 years old, living in public health. I mean, I don't know if you've all watched he that actually, show. He actually did it with zero, not even a hundred. Zero. zero, zero, zero. Now I'm sure he had zero dollars, no name, mm -hmm. no recognition. No, zero dollars. He put the hundred in the bank, never spent it. And the reason yep. why he was able to do it from zero is because he used the power of relationships creating new relationships and he used a, one of his new relationships to get him credit at a diner where he could eat on credit until he earned money. Yeah. So if he can, I mean, I have a lot more leverage than he did in Pueblo. And if he could do it with no leverage, we should be able to do it with some leverage and leverage and some, some, some you know, a little bit of resources like clubhouse. Yeah. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, I, I loved watching that. Did you watch the whole, the whole, uh, the season? Every Tom? bit of it. And a freaking yeah. I, I undercover billionaire this last season, there was actually three of them, Grant Cardone and then two other entrepreneurs 
I, they all built a business. I, I sped through the other ones. It wasn't as interesting to me for some reason, but yeah, even even though they did some awesome things, it just wasn't as interesting what 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 I saw Grant do because it's more kind of in our niche. But yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was interesting because all three businesses were valued over a million. Grant's business was a five point something million built within uh, within a hundred days. I think he did it in like eighty two days. They they had ninety days to turn a hundred dollars into a seven figure business. He put he was the only person to ever do the show to put his hundred dollars in the bank and not spend it. And so, so that he could say he turned zero and his goal was 10 million. He, he 10 X's everything. And he was like, look, you guys are bringing me onto the show to, to build a seven figure business in 90 days. I'm going to build a $10 million business in 90 days. And he almost made a, a real estate transaction that would have uh, helped him do 10 million in 90 days. But that, that didn't fall, that didn't come go through because he says the cameras affected his ability to make that massive real estate deal. But he was able to build a social media a marketing agency and turn it into a five point something million dollar evaluation. And, and in my opinion, his business was the only one that had a true evaluation on that show. The other two businesses, one of them is not even in business anymore. And one of them, uh, they evaluated it at a million plus when they just opened for business on the day of the evaluation. And it was actually a pretty cool business. The, the girl that had the grocery store and the the uh, fruits and vegetables and then the pro whatever you call the uh, farmer's market or whatever is actually a great business and uh, connected to a little hotel. And uh, so anyway, undercover billionaire grant did it with zero. So just like Tom said, you guys have more resources available because you do have money in the bank. You do have contacts. You do have relationships. You can leverage relationships here on clubhouse, you know, people that you meet on social media and you don't have to start from zero. You don't have to start with just a pickup truck, and, um, and forming a brand new relationship. So any other shares before we call it a day? Any other shares? This is Julie. Working? Tom, I'm ready. Jump in here, Julie. I saw you flashing earlier. Go ahead. Yes, Nate. So, okay. I had the honor to meet Nate, Ryan, Becca in person, and I'm excited to meet the rest of everybody in here because um, in terms of leveling up, uh, that was the event that we were at. Um, it it's where my trajectory is and um my share is really like when when i say surround yourself with the right people it doesn't mean like oh people are going to tell you oh you're doing great you're doing no people that are actually loving them on themselves and uh helping and supporting everybody around them so even when we're going through something that like tomorrow i have some legalities i have to take care of but I, I'm surrounding myself with the right people. So they're encouraging me because my business is taken off and things are just really happening. So like uh, one of my mentors, like Becca, like she was here, hopefully she's here, but if not, it's cool. But she, it, she's one of my mentors that really helps me get into that positive mindset. So um, when I get into this, these rooms, like listening to Tom, Nate and Ryan and Whitney and, and credit, like it's, it's just something that, like, if you don't think it's helping you, you should. The reason why I'm saying that is because when you listen to something and like subconsciously, I'm walking my dog, I'm, I'm doing something totally different and I'm getting into a really stressful zone. And I listen to something that's so positive. It changes my mindset almost like a switch. So for an entrepreneur like me, like it's busy all the time. Things are always happening. When you have something like this, it's, um, it's, it's powerful. That's all I gotta say. Thank you so much, Nate. This is Julie. I'm out. Thank you, Julie. And uh, so glad that we got to meet face to face. The power of live events, guys. You get to network with people that you've never met before. Like Julie, if you're not following Julie, give her a follow. She posts some great reels and content over on Instagram and uh, making moves, making things happen. 
And uh, Julie, we need to get you in here when we have a little bit more time to share your story and uh, what you're working on right here in the uh, social media show. So uh, let's make that happen. So guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up unless there's somebody that just has something burning on your heart to share uh, uh, something, you know, a social media strategy, a tip that's working out really, really well for you that, you know, you want to share with the audience. But today we've been sharing uh, different strategies, different ideas on your social media journey, why you spend time on social media. You're here to get attention and to keep getting attention. Don't assume that the people that, that commented and liked and and uh, engage with you yesterday. Don't assume that they remember you or what the heck you're doing on social media. So stay in front of them. Stay at Grant, Grant Cardone talks about this all the time. Keep getting attention. Where attention goes, money flows. And so keep getting attention. Turn that attention into conversations. Turn those conversations and all the things you're doing on social media into building no like, and trust. How do you build no like, and trust? You show up consistently. You have fun. You be yourself. Don't fake it till you make it. Be it until you become it. And you just keep showing up and doing the things, having fun. Try a new reel. Try a new filter. Have some fun with it. Tweak it. Don't overthink it. Throw throw together some videos on a, on a trending audio and just post it. Post one reel a day. Everybody in here, if you're build, if you're serious about building a business on social media, I think you should spend a little bit of time each week on Clubhouse, and you should post a reel every day, and you should also build a community in Facebook. And uh, so that's kind of my process. I spend time on Clubhouse. I post reels. I post uh, Instagram posts. And I, you know, I take people into my Facebook community where I like to talk about marketing, lead generation. So whatever you want to talk about, teach, build a community somewhere and uh, take the people that you meet on social media, take them into your community. So if you want help with any of that, if you want to come learn more for free at night when we do trainings, click on the link above nateforest.com with two R's. Uh, I've got links on there that go to my Facebook community, the social media marketing mastermind where we learn from other people. I bring in special guests on most Tuesdays. I think this past Tuesday, because I was traveling, I did a Facebook Live and I didn't have a special guest. But we bring in guests that can share their journeys, their experiences. I'm going to be bringing in guest authors from the book Social Impact. And right there at nateforest.com, you can, in addition to joining my Facebook community, you can click the button at the bottom that takes you straight to order your copy of Social Impact for $1.00. Until Amazon gets their Kindle version figured out, until they release our Kindle version, we're going to go that one day that the Kindle version is available, and then we're going to take away this $1 offer. So I encourage you, don't go at this alone. You can pick up tips and strategies here on the social media show, watching YouTube videos and learning from people out there in the social media streets. But get a hold of a book like Social Impact where you can take 31 authors and take 31 strategies that they have already used and continue to use to get results in their business and go build yourself a six or seven figure business. So you can find the copy of that book at nateforest.com. Click on the link or visit Nate Forest with two R's, nateforest.com, and uh, grab a copy of Social Impact. And for those of you that grabbed a copy, when you do get it, whether you're already reading through the digital chapters, I want, I want you to come back on the social media show next week. We're not going to have a show tomorrow. Tomorrow we're having another BWC Got Talent instead of our noon Eastern social media show segment. But come back uh, over the next week or two or three and tell us what strategies you're implementing from the book Social Impact or from things you learned here on the social media show. I want to hear more about things that you guys are doing. We've had uh, dozens of people over the past year and a half take strategies that they learned here from the social media show and go do some amazing things in their business and get some epic results and uh, get hundreds of thousands of followers on platforms and turn those into businesses. And so we want to hear from you. If, you. if you have some value that you'd like to come share a segment for five, ten minutes, and you think you have some good strategies to teach, then reach out to me and let's make that happen soon. Because this, this social media show is not just me, Tom, Alexander, Kelsey, Marcus, and Ashley, but and Tara Q, 
but we want you to come in here and share the strategies that are working for you as well because you might be able to teach the same exact thing that Tara's teaching or Kelsey or myself, but you might be able to say it in a way that resonates with people a little bit deeper, a little bit better. There might be two or three or five or 10 people in the audience that resonate with the way you teach it. And so that's why we created the social media show. So with that said, guys, thanks for hanging out with me while I'm out here on my vacation, just enjoying the God's beautiful creation. It's uh, epic weather. I'm going to have to head into town here in a little bit and get my phones charged up and get some more food and then come back up here and camp one more night before I head back into the greatest city in the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. No. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, no. you know what? The, the best city in the world for us, Tom, soon is going to be all the different cities. We're going to start That's a right. series. That's We're going right. to start a series called Where's Nate and Where are the Challenge? Exactly. And they're they're going to be traveling all over. I'm going to be traveling all over. And uh, you know what? We're going to have coming, some fun. Right? You're coming. You're passing by Vegas right now. Pass by. It's hot as balls. You stop sweating your ass off and come to San Diego where the weather's like 70, no humidity. I'm going to drive down tomorrow. I'm going to camp one more night here and drive down tomorrow. How long did it take y'all to get there from uh, from the St. George area? Uh, with with six... traffic, 12 hours with no traffic. Oh. With no traffic, six and a half. Yeah, usually I don't think too many people are going from here to California on Fridays, but later, like on Sunday and Mondays, after they spend the weekend yeah. in Vegas, that's when all yeah, the big time, brother. California. Yeah, you should be good. You should be yeah. good. It's humid in Vegas. No, I'm just messing. No, nope. I'm just messing. I thought it was dry out there. It's dry. No, it's I'm dry. just messing. <laughs> no, but it was it, it was a little hot and humid in Denver. They had a little bit more humidity. Just a lot of goofy people live there. They make shakes and like weird things. We like those goofy people, though. <laughs> Credit Ninja. Be goofy. Social media tip of the day. Be goofy like Tom. Guys, if you want to have more fun and you want to build a business having more fun, reach out to Tom. Him and his wife have showed 40,000, 50,000 women how to build companies having fun and, uh, and using social media strategies to build businesses. Slide into Tom's DMs and say fun. If you want to learn his process, he's going to be showing people how to scale seven-figure businesses. And uh, keep coming back and hanging out with us here on the social media show. We're here every weekday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Usually on Fridays, we're here at noon Eastern Standard Time, but tomorrow we have the second. Of, last week they did this while I was at Embrace Your Ambition, so I'm, I'm looking forward to jumping in tomorrow and actually participating. It's called BWC Got Talent, just like America's Got Talent, the TV show, except this is Breakfast with Champions Got Talent. If you have some uh, talent, some some speaking skills, some thoughts, something you'd like to share and you'd like to uh, – it's, it, you know, I don't know if they're calling it audition. I hate that word. But if you'd like to come in and share something for a few minutes, they're looking for people to fill in some missing some missing uh, uh, segments during the week in the Breakfast with Champions. We have some people taking vacations, people taking some time off. And so we're looking for people that have value to bring to the Breakfast with Champions audience and uh, not just people just to show up and talk for 30 minutes and, uh, and talk about the sky and, and water. But uh, <laughs> we're looking for people that have value, <laughs> you know, the social media, marketing, business building, mindset, personal development. If you have value in any of that stuff, health and wellness, if you've got something, you know, you've built a business, you've, you've got a track record. Glenn Lundy and, uh, and Dora Maria, myself and the rest of the Breakfast of Champions family, we're going to be here tomorrow at noon Eastern Standard Time for BWC Got Talent, looking for people to fill in and, uh, and uh, potentially have a segment on Breakfast with Champions. So with that said, reach out if you need anything. Reach out if, uh, Mayor, we'll, we, we will get on and we will do a Zoom inside the Facebook group uh, this weekend or Monday or Tuesday at the beginning of the week at the latest. But I will jump on the phone with you a little bit later today and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll set that. We'll put the plan and, and the strategy in motion. And uh, I'm going to get I got to get down to the city and charge my phones and, and my charger first. I've got a little bit of juice left, but um, 
with that said, guys, am- thanks for being here on the social media show. My name is Nate Forrest. I'm a marketing strategist. I like to help businesses get results, generate leads, and make more money. If you need help with that, shoot me a DM and say funnel or say call, and we'll jump on a call and we'll talk about what it's like to build your next funnel, your first funnel or your next funnel and start generating leads using social media. There's a process to the madness because remember, like I started this segment off, we all have a different path, a different process, but our destinations are very similar. We all want to build a successful business. It might be a different level, a different number, but we all want to build a successful business so that we can travel the world like Tom and Kim Challen, so we can come hang out with Nate out here in the Zion National Park, so we can come see Nate in Las Vegas, or we can uh, you know, just go see, go do the things that we really want to do with our family. So it's all about freeing up our time so that we can do things with our family, impact our communities, give more to our church, give more to missions, whatever's on your heart. And that's why we have this little thing called entrepreneurship so that we can create those financial income streams, those cash flow models. Like my friend um, Jason Cicero says it, the reason why you build a business is, is for a cash flow generating machine. Your business doesn't have to be your job. So that's the one thing I'm really tapping into learning from people like my buddy Tom Challen over here, like my new friend Jason Cisneros, uh, turning, learning how to build a business that's a cash flow generating machine, whether I'm actively working on it for a couple of days or whether I'm uh, you know, traveling for a week or two with Tom and Kim Challen in Puerto Rico. So that's why we're here, guys. That's why we do the social media show every day. That's why I have my Facebook group at nateforest.com. Come hang out with us there. Come hang out with us here each day. Have some fun. Bring your story. Bring your tips. Bring your strategies. And with that said, one more thing. I'm out here live from Zion National Park in Utah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Cannot complain. It's one of the prettiest days of the year. I like it when it's about 90 degrees. And so it reminds me how I finish the show every day. Psalm 118.24 reminds us that we will rejoice. Just messed it up. And be glad it is. (laughs) No, I just just skipped the beginning. This is the day. The sun is hitting me already, y'all. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I encourage you guys to go find something. You might not have scenery like I'm looking at right now, but you might have uh, you know, other things to be grateful for, whether it's local scenery, things that you can do with your family, friends. I encourage you to find the small things to be grateful for, the big things to be grateful for, all the things to be grateful because that's how you that's step number one to release yourself from any challenges, any anxieties, any fears, any worries, any doubt, any depression is start making a mental note of the things that you're grateful for, whether it's something that just pops in your head because you're looking up at the beautiful sun like I am right now, or if it's, uh, you know, somebody that passes by you that you'll never see again, and you're just grateful that, uh, that, that they smiled at you or that you got to say hello or have a, maybe you had a one minute conversation in the line at Starbucks. There's so many different things that you can choose to be grateful for. And I hope, I hope and pray that uh, you'll find those things throughout your day and throughout this weekend. So with that said, guys, be blessed. It's always a blessing. I'm grateful to share this space with you all. If there's anything you need help with, reach out to us, and uh, our DMs are always open. With that said, y'all, have a good day, and I am all in. Are you? Be blessed, y'all. Rock all on. All in. Ten toes all down. In. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.